Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? Hey, hey, F.A., what's new? Uh, what's going on, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. F.A. and Dubs with you live in studio, able to take your phone calls. Where were you on the day that Steve Irwin died? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. That's how you beat somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. It is a tune at Tuesday, so we invite you to go out to your local public radio uh, establishments, wherever there is a radio that is in the public, do a little guerrilla marketing and turn it on Real Radio 104.1 and then win some prizes on this Tuesday night, Tuna Tuesday. Um, we have uh, myself, F.A. Dubs, Matt Albert is here, our third mic and writer, Chunks Corolla, executive producer, uh, is running around, Tommy Bateman, our director on the talk and roll controls, and intern, uh, the great Gazoo Manning. Yes. He is, uh, who was absolutely useless yesterday. At our live broadcast at Sun on the Beach. He did one thing, and that's go out to my car and grab me a monster. I also, that is it. I also saw him have a beer or two, and that's <laughs> the only thing I noticed that he did. But nonetheless, it came off as a stellar broadcast and a fantastic party. It was very fun. So thank you to the people over at Sun on the Beach. Had a great time with the extreme midget wrestling and, of course, the women's erotic wrestling. And i got to tell you this, too. Super thank yous to uh, Daniel and Blackbane. It mm-hmm. was so much fun to have those guys in the hideout last night, essentially doing the last two hours with us. For and, us. I, I was ready just to uh, sit back and let them take control because I was tired. And I, it was a party out there, and I was ready to enjoy. So it was it was so much fun having those guys, and I cannot wait. Um, very short work week. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I guess, technically counts as work. Yes. Uh, today, tomorrow, it's then... It's tough work going out and watching chicks uh, wrestle each other and then looking at some midgets. And then we have mixtapes on Thursday and Friday because of the Monster Cruise. Now, Dubs, I know a lot of people have been talking about Steve Irwin, but we had the ability to talk about it first mm-hmm. because we were the only live show yesterday when the news broke. Basically in the nation. Uh, yes. We broke the news that Steve Irwin died for talk radio, all yes. right? I'll go and throw that out there. Now, here's the thing, Dubs. I don't know if you remember this. By the way, if you'd like to hear it, because it was stellar commentary and comedy, too, black comedy, if you will, uh, go download it on the iTunes. Search the hideout as far as podcasts go, because there's no reason to rehash it. We uh, we covered everything mm. yesterday, and it was fantastic, so just go listen to it there. However, it was brought to my attention by the Wild Hawk, one of our uh, very loyal listeners. We call them heretics. Mm, he's a little overrated in my book. Uh, he's fantastic, and I can't wait for your top 20 because he'll call about 17 times tonight. Um, but Wild Hawk sends me a MySpace message saying, Hefe, you are a psychic. And I'm like, wow, what do you mean? 
and he goes, go back into the podcasts, which I guess he not only listens to the show once live, but then also re-listens to everything on the podcast. Wonderful. And he goes, about the 340 mic, uh, 340 mark, where crazy Karen calls in on the podcast, listen to what you said. Now, this is from Friday Night Show. Last time we were in studio on Friday night, it was weird. There it was, was a very odd show Friday. There was this just creepy vibe. We were trying to kind of get topics going, but it wasn't happening because people were acting like maniacs on the phones. I attribute it to the fact that it was, you know, the day before a holiday weekend. It was a straight moon, too. There's a lot of weird stuff going on Friday. So with that being said, here is the audio of, uh, I guess, me being a psychic. On Friday night, you may recall this, J-Dubs. The crazy phones don't stop. There, there's actually people calling up with the name crazy now. It's <sighs> it's just that night in the high uh-huh. You know what? And I don't even want to sound like creepy or anything. Someone's going to die this weekend. <laughs> Honestly, uh, and I'm not, I'm not joking at all. Uh, I had, like last night, the time I had like one of these really odd nights where it felt odd in my head. Um... Right outside of my house, back in the the Ville, um, two people I knew from high school died in a uh, in a uh, motorcycle accident, and that, the whole night felt odd. And then that happened. Dude, I almost feel like I should call my family and make sure everybody's okay. There it is. You heard it first in the hideout. I called it. Steve Irwin is going to die this weekend. I called it. Now, I will take your phone calls if you'd like for me to make other projections or um, thoughts and use my abilities, possibly for good if you want tips on the stock market. I am here and available is a gift that I did not realize I had until Mm -hmm. this very moment, J-Dubs. Someone's going to die this weekend. (laughs) Honestly? There it is. I called it, lo and behold, one of the biggest worldwide tragedies we've ever had. Steve Irwin. I refuse to call this a worldwide tragedy. No, it's all over the news. It is. But there there has to be some kind of uh, slow news type day for that to be the biggest thing happening. And for it to be the biggest thing happening two days in a row is mind-boggling. You know what? And I don't even want to sound like creepy or anything. I'm dumping out of it. Someone's going to die this weekend. <laughs> there it is. Once again, 407-916-1041. Listen to Matt laugh as he finds out that Steve Irwin's going to die on the upcoming weekend. Now, if you would have said someone to do with animals would die. Listen, when you have a gift, you just you can feel the aura out there. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you can pinpoint what's going to happen. I'm telling you, this is a gift that I cannot control. <laughs> I'm going to try my best on the monster cruise. That's why we're taking an extended vacation. I'm going to try my best to hone my skills with a lot of... Alcoholism? Yes. With a lot of Bahama Mamas and uh, Bay Breezes, I guess. Unfortunately, Hefan, the monster cruise is when my gift is going to come true. The gift of the Maloik. What? The gift of the Maloik. Why is that? Just wait and find out. All right, so this the Maloik is something that Chunks does, allegedly, where he uh, puts this Italian curse. And on me so far, I've had a torn calf muscle, an oozing belly button, and a backdoor bleed. Yeah, this, uh, the day for six months. The day at sea is not going to be good for you. Ah, boy. Let's go to Mike in the 386. What's up, Mike? Hey, You're speaking up, to uh, Psychic Cafe and uh, No Talent Dubs. Hey. 
Hey, I just had a quick question. I ate at a uh, fast food chain tonight, and uh, chicken nuggets, a lot of sauce, and I was wondering if I was going to get diarrhea or not. Here's the thing. You're safe with chicken nuggets because it's processed foods. Hold on. Let me think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I got the cheese dipping sauce with Ooh. it, which no, doesn't come with it. Okay, see, these aren't... I'm not going to be able to tell you whether or not you're going to have diarrhea. That's not uh, part of my skills. Now, if you're going to say... the future. You're going to say, hey, am I, I going to die? Then maybe I could comment on that. Is he going to well, die from what? diarrhea? I'm, I'm more worried about the diarrhea than dying right now. So just um, if you if you think about it, give me a call. Next right. call. All right, I'll see you in the next four hours if somehow your diarrhea pops into my head. Let's go to Mike in the 407. Hey, guys, how you doing? Yo. Hey, buddy. Good. Hey, you know, Steve Irwin was studying uh, rays that are called E-rays, and I can just see a tabloid headline reading uh, Steve on the E-barb. All right, right. Uh, I don't know what that has to do with this. You know what? And I don't even want to sound like creepy or anything. Someone's going to die this weekend. <laughs> I don't think anybody's buying it. Here's the other thing I'd like to do. I don't that, think you have the gift. That was from Friday night. Uh, Dubs, I know we have people jam-packed with people who want to get my psychic reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're no longer free. <laughs> because when you have a gift like this, you know what? And I don't even want to sound... Like creepy or anything? Someone's gonna die this weekend. <laughs> I uh, I'm not just doling this out for free. I'm gonna go ahead and charge for this little golden nugget dubs. How about this? One free one. One's not gonna die. I hope so because the way he is uh, dirtying up my house, mm-hmm. the way he is not contributing. Uh, I hope it's soon. I'm now, not going to lie to you. Now, you may not have the gift with Matt on being able to tell when he dies, but let's go a little closer to you. Tycho Tyrone, your little kitty. When is your cat Tyrone going to die of, of its uh, cat age? He's going to live forever. My little man's going to live forever. I hope I honestly die before him. I couldn't take the heartbreak. And by the way, that's the other thing, too. You mm-hmm. are cat-sitting. Wow, we're on the monster cruise. <laughs> yes, I am, dude. The last time I set uh, any of your animals, <laughs> they died within hours. You had like ten fish. You only had one frog left at the end. I had three, like um, I don't know what they were called. There were three, like three fish. Yeah, three fish and one frog. And the three fish died before I even made it back to my apartment. And what does that tell you? That you have to prepare the water before dumping those fish into a new cold batch of water. That you're and just oh, running away. That or you're a cold blooded killer. I don't know. It's one or the other. I still do have the picture of my cat staring into the bowl at him. <laughs> How do I, I know still... you didn't use that as a uh, urinal? The uh, the tank. You have to take me at my word. Never. Phil in the 386. Go Phil. Ahead. So, so uh. I need to have a uh, psychic skill, so okay. my, my, uh, I, I need to know whether or not my wife's cheating on me. Uh, absolutely, because you sound like a loser. Um, <laughs> That's not nice. Hold on a second. This isn't nice either, but it still came to me. You know what? Oh. And I don't even want to sound like creepy or anything. Someone's going to die this weekend. <laughs> I'm telling you, Dubs, it's a gift that only I can have. Giant Brian on the AM says, uh, I'll give you 20 bucks for the cat. And I'll give you the photos when I'm done. What the hell? Mm. No. Leave my cat out of this. Just give him the key. CJ in the 407. Yeah, I got a psychic premonition that I'm going to run over a cat named Tyrone. What the hell's wrong with you guys? This isn't psychic. This is you planning premeditated cat murder. <coughs> little Tycho Tyrone. He'll be on 436. My little buddy. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? I love the clock. 
the hell's wrong with you? Make sure you drive reckless. <laughs> All right, J-Dubs. Well, um, there it is. I just wanted to put it out there. If you want to hear our fantastic commentary on Steve Irwin, you got to go to the podcast. There's no reason to relive it. Basically, it was um, it was awesome. You just got to go find it on podcast. You know, we have one more person who uh, needs some help from you. Okay. BP. Is this Brian Peppers? Brian J. Peppers. Are you referring to my cat as your beanbag chair? Beanbag chair. Beanbag Tyrone. All right. They, I love his they, beanbag. They, what the <laughs> hell? Thank you, Brian Peppers. Again, if you didn't hear it, there is breaking news. I'm a psychic. You know what? And I don't even want to sound like creepy or anything. Someone's going to die this weekend. <laughs> and that was said by you on Friday. Friday. And then lo and behold, Steve Irwin died. I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it until uh, it was brought to my attention by Heretic. Dubs, let's take a break and come back. Um, it's been talked about before, but I have to play you the audio story of what is... I keep saying we have story of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, I believe, or maybe it was the week before, we had the 500-pound woman who was neglected by her husband and daughter who would have sex in front of her and then not clean her. There was another story of the year uh, candidate. I can't remember which one it was. It, was, found the, it. Uh, it was the uh, couple in Michigan who right. went, uh, went into a, uh, a like Second, used clothes store, right. held up the place, only got 60 bucks, and then made the girl that was with him uh, perform treats on him while he pointed the gun at the, uh, the register. Now so. I have the next... Story of the year. All right. Again, having to do with a father. And I'm telling you, I got so many stories even concerned with this or related to this, and we'll give away some prizes on it as well. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs in studio to Tuesday. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Um, check out Real TV on RealRadio.fm. We're going to have a little treat for you guys on there in just a little bit. Also, HideoutHeretics.net. That has the new unfiltered chat room. You want to check that out. Highlights of real TV. People like-minded. Uh, for you to uh, become friends with, of course, uh, fullblownaids.com. Check that one out as well. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Dub's most embarrassing thing your dad's ever done. Like you've witnessed. Oh. Well, um, most embarrassing thing my dad's ever done would have to be uh, when... <sighs> He tried to give me a inappropriate kiss on my way out to. Uh, what? It was, uh, you know, it was that uh, odd affection thing. Uh, first day of school. How old from were the you? Bus five. Oh. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. And um, so he just, what kind of inappropriate kiss was it? Right on the smacker, right on the lips. Whoa! <laughs> and you were five going to school for the first time? Yeah. All right, that's pretty embarrassing. And right in front of all the kids, so that really started off my uh, my school career on the right foot. So I know now where the homo- homoerotic humor comes yeah. from. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of things that uh, kind of contribute to that. Literally suppressed from your childhood. Mm-hmm. No, well, not suppressed. It's wide open, right out there. What did your dad, uh, did you... Have you asked him about it later, about, hey, remember that time you kissed me on the mouth? No. No, I, I don't want to know about it. I don't want to think about it again. I don't want to know his thoughts on it. I don't know if he wants to do it again. I don't want to know any of the uh, details. I'd I think rather it's just so- not ask questions. I think it's something worth bringing up. 
Now, were your pelvises apart? Because in my book, as long as they were apart, it wasn't pedophilia. Yeah, it was, uh, I was walking onto the bus, you know, um, and uh, I was kiss on the lips. Hey. Jesus. Good luck, son. Cup your butt. <laughs> no kidding. Um, <laughs> Firm and steady hand. All right, now the I mo- don't have a butt. <laughs> nothing to cup. Yeah. Um, now, the most embarrassing thing my dad ever did was, and I witnessed it, 407-916-1041, My father, who's, by the way, it was his mm. 50th birthday on Sunday. Oh, happy birthday, Dad. Um, We were in line. It was after a baseball game. We were in the drive-thru at Taco Bell. And we're going to get some food. And we're sitting there and we're hanging out. And I guess he had, for some reason, been farting Mm -hmm. the whole drive from the baseball field over to the Taco Bell. And we're we're hanging out in line and waiting in line in the car. And he farts again. And I'm like, and it smelled really bad. And then he got this look of worry on his face. And he does that check that we all do just because you worry if maybe you've had an accident. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold, he had had an accident right there in his Volvo in in the drive-thru line at the Taco Bell. You know, that explains a lot about you, Hefe. Because last week, the same exact thing happened to you over in that booth. Except I, I, I didn't actually... But you thought you did. Yeah. And every time I see you in the office or anywhere around here, you're always pushing out another fart. I'm always checking. <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and he got so pissed. He didn't like me joking about it. He probably hates about the fact that I talk about it on the radio. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those are a couple of things of most embarrassing things that our dad's ever done. This could maybe fall right into that category. Once he's seen him charge and hit him like that, from the back of the head, I mean... Stockton Bears coach Rudy Garrido shows how the assistant coach from the opposing team put the hurt on one of his players, rushing out to hit the player from behind and knocking him to the ground. A poor parent slash coach to come out and attack one of my kids, it's, it's just something that's just terrifying. The Stockton Bears in the dark uniforms faced the Redskins from Riverbank. It was towards the end of the game, less than a minute to play. The score had the Redskins leading 16-6, to and then a second after the play ended, a late hit. The Redskin player hit by a Stockton Bear, and right after that, the Redskin player's father, who was also an assistant coach, runs onto the field to deliver his own knockdown tackle. <laughs> Immediately after that, fans from both teams crowded onto this field, and they started to trade punches. Among those at the game was Jose Santanias and his 11-year-old son, Joseph, who was playing for the Bears. majority of them were just trying to get all the, everybody just rushed in all at the same time, and they were just trying to get everybody away from everybody, trying to make sure that the kids are safe. It was just scary, just a guy just grabbed that kid and threw him, and everybody just rushed in. Mm-hmm. I was scared. The assistant coach made a getaway over a tall fence, but later surrendered to police. I has been cooperative with the investigation and was booked into the San Joaquin County Jail uh, on one count of felony child abuse. All right, so in case you, like, and I'm going to bring up the video so you can see it in here, Dubs. All right. What happens is it's the end of a kickoff return, mm-hmm. and one of the Redskins is, you know, just kind of walking away from the play when a, when a, when a bigger kid from the other team comes over and pushes the player down. Well, I guess that was this guy's son, and he's Mm -hmm. also a coach or an assistant coach. He then runs all the way across the field (laughs) and delivers this forearm shiver to this 
to this child. Here's little Deacon Jones. Playing in this uh, peewee football game. It's the craziest thing that I've ever seen a grown man do. <laughs> Worse than my dad making himself. Uh, I don't know. It, it's right on par with my dad kissing me on the lips. <laughs> Did he grab your rib cage? Yes. <laughs> he rubbed my rib cage very gently and slowly. How contagious. And, uh, <laughs> uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. You've been doing squats? <laughs> Here's the, mm. and, and the other interesting thing about this, too, is mm. that immediately after he does it, he runs. He runs <laughs> and jumps a fence like nobody's going to be able to identify who it was that knocked over a child. I guarantee for a moment. He just didn't think at all and went over and just knocked that kid over, and then it all rushed to his head, and he got that sinking feeling. And the only thing you know to do at that point is to run and jump whatever fence is in front of you and get the hell out of there. The look of shock on his face after he did it, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he didn't even think. I guarantee he didn't think. All right, come over here and look at this video right. real fast. You can find it on msnbc.com. You can find it just about anywhere right now. And uh, just, you know, Google dad, father tackles player, something like that. And it'll be very easy for is you to him? find. No, that is not him. He was the he was the coach on the other team. So there you see the one kid getting knocked down, walking away. Then here comes the father bolting. Bam! <laughs> he actually let, he got air. He actually got air after he hit the kid. He jumped into him. It was kind of what we saw last night with women's erotic wrestling, and these girls just not knowing what they were doing and jumping up in the air and hurting each other. What are you thinking at that point? You know, what are you thinking as a uh, as a spectator? Now, on one hand, i got to tell you this. Maybe he's father of the year. And I tell you why. He stood up for his kid. Yeah. His kid got cheap-shotted, and he went over and he defended his son. I think the correct thing to do, if I... Uh... Right, there's, oh, man, that was such a late hit. And it looks like the kid is a very small kid, like probably the smallest kid on the team it looked like who got knocked over. It looked like people from both teams were walking back to the huddle or walking back to the sideline. Oh, the play was well over. Yeah. When, I guess, his son, who's the smaller one, gets knocked over. And the other guy looks like he's the biggest team, biggest kid on the team. And does that guy have no pride? He's a uh, assistant coach, for God's sakes. <laughs> It's a Get out of the cut off uh, jean shorts and uh, the tank top. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 talking about this father who tackles a player. Didn't Matt's dad do this too? Oh, no, he just did the running away part. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> he ran away from all things Matt. And <laughs> jumped over a fence. And here's the funny there. thing too. The guy, it was like on the other opposite end of the uh, like mm-hmm. far hash mark. So he had to run about 30 yards full stand. You would think that's plenty of thinking time. <laughs> But what are you going to do after you've committed? Yeah. You're not going to stop in the middle of the field and everybody's going to look at you like, what, what were you going to do? No, no, no. no. Oh. You committed. Dude, he jumps in the air, he turns his hips and sticks his forearm out. Immediately after he does it, everyone's in shock and he looks like a caged animal. Like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. I got to jump over this fence. It is fantastic. Now, uh, a father of a player uh, verbally attacked me. At a uh, football game, I took his son's defensive end job, mm-hmm. and he was also a, a cop in the Ville. So he uh, he took uh, I took his son's job uh, at defensive end, and he starts yelling at me during a game that I'm not better than his son. I don't deserve to be out there, you know. And uh, his son's sitting right next to him, shaking his head along, like, "Yeah, you tell him, Dad. You tell him, Dad." Start yelling, "Janitor, <laughs> janitor." 
<laughs> That's what he was pissed about. The janitor's son took yep. uh, took his uh, his son's gig. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. You know, I had a terrible uh, terrible childhood. When you think about <laughs> it, I'm back. My mom was the janitor. My dad kissed me on the lips. And he likes to say the N-word. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh that was one of the bright spots. At least I got to giggle. That's when they got to bond. Silver lining. Um. So anyway, we'll give you a prize. We've got all kinds of stuff. we got tickets for UCF versus USF at the Citrus Bowl coming up Saturday the 16th. Also, $20 gift card to Sonny's Real Pit Barbecue. Sonny's is introducing their new pulled beef brisket. Slow smoked 18 hours for a tender, smoky, beefy taste. That feel-good barbecue. So whatever you got, 407-916-1041. Most embarrassing thing you've ever witnessed your dad do. I got a couple of other stories too involving uh, sports brawls. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Father of mine. You know, Dubs, you think about it. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1, live on a tuna Tuesday. You, your dad kissed you on the lips. Yes, in front of uh, the bus on my way to my first day of uh, kindergarten. My dad had a poo accident while waiting in the line in his Volvo at a Taco Bell. You know, you're lucky that no one saw it. That, that uh, seems like a, a very good thing. Yeah, uh, and I'm just thinking to myself... I wish my dad pooed himself. What the hell's wrong with you? I, uh, over getting kissed in the mouth? All right, I'd take that any day. And here you have this father who tackles this uh, player mm-hmm. in a peewee football league because his kid got cheap-shotted by another bigger player. Uh, we're giving out prizes for the most embarrassing thing you've ever witnessed your dad do, and I'm getting some great ones on the uh, Instant Messenger. I'm sure there's some good ones on the phone line. Yes, there are. Let's go to Jim in the 352. What's up, Jim? Oh, hey, it's Tim, actually. But, hey, uh, one time me and my buddies were hanging out in the living room just talking. My dad didn't know we were there. He comes strolling out to the living room, butt naked. Then he gets all embarrassed. He's like, oh, wait, ah, uh, and he runs back to his bedroom, and he comes back out in tidy whities and sits down with us like it was cool. <laughs> like I say, different. Like somehow that's it. All right, thank you. Uh, appreciate it, Tim. I, you know you know what's weird? Let me, just real fast. I always wonder what my cousin Randy thought, mm-hmm. because his mom was my dad's sister, and his dad was this very liberal Jewish doctor. Very open, very free with himself. And I'd go, I hated going over and spending the night because he would walk around nude. So we'd be sitting there eating cereal in the morning, and there he is walking around with his dude just hanging. How are the Cocoa Puffs? How are they treating you? Yeah. Mm. And I'm just like, what's going on? You know what I mean? And the, you know, you're young, and you wonder what's going on here because you've never seen anyone else behave like this. And so all of a just- sudden. He's a freak. Well, you're staring at his coconuts. Uh, dude, it was... I, you, and I, uh, you and I were talking about a specific word that we can't say on the radio. Mm-hmm. That word, <laughs> I think of. I, I think of that mental image when I think of that word. Mm-hmm. It's a word for the human anatomy that we can't say on the radio. Yeah, and I, yeah, when you say that word, you get a picture in your head. But, and the picture I'm thinking of right now, worse. Yeah. In the picture I was thinking of earlier. Dude, it's the fourth letter in the alphabet, right. way worse than the third letter in the alphabet. Right. Now, think of think of your your uh, friend's dad walking around nude while you're eating the Cocoa Puffs, and then think of your dad kissing you in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right, that, thank goodness that wasn't completely my life. 407-916-1041, Let's go to Joe in the 407. What's up, Joe? How you doing, boys? Yep. All right, buddy. 
hey, embarrassing dad story. I'm playing high school football, and I'm the suicide guy on the punt team, which means I'm the skinny, fast guy. Right. And uh, so I'm spreading downfield, and uh, I'm like 145 wet, and a 200-and-some-pound lineman turns back. He's got like a 40-yard spread. Hits me from behind. Everybody talks about hearing my ribs break. Watches me <laughs> ten, ten, you know, ten yards in the air. But so I'm, I'm, I land. Well, my dad apparently sees it. He starts heading down the stands because I'm hurt, and apparently he's so caught up in everything he passes out and faints halfway down and rolls down the steps so we both end up in the same hospital room sharing the hospital room together winner you're a winner that's the kind of story that gets you a prize in the hideout good Jesus. job you sissies <laughs> the sissy family yeah what man passes out could you imagine how like it's a good thing he had broken ribs and was lying there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the shame of your father <laughs> passing out from you getting hurt. I could not imagine. Now, let me tell you real quick what my dad did when I got hurt. All right. This is one of my stories. So, my uh, it was seventh grade. I was catching. It was a big baseball tournament. And a, uh, a player, there's a base hit. Guy's coming around to score. Our guy throws the guy out at home where I get the ball. This kid, who was a bigger kid for his age, and I wasn't as big as I am now, mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly, knocks me out at home plate, like runs me over. Now, I'm tough. I hold on to the ball, and I stand up for a second to show the umpire that I have the ball. I collapse right on home plate, okay? <laughs> I colla- Like I'm laid out. Still hold on to the ball, so the guy's out. From what I remember and what I was told, no one came to my rescue the parents immediately started fighting. So you had kids and parents fighting in the stands. While you're unconscious. While I am unconscious at home plate holding on to the ball. <laughs> so, you know, at least your dad cared enough to pass out. Yeah. My dad was going over to uh, whoop the other guy's dad's ass. Adam in the 321. What's up, Adam? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing tonight? All right. Yeah, my, my neighbor, my house was the neighborhood high school pickup, and my dad used to pass out the night before drunk in the lawn. So that was what, the, you know, I'd have to wake up to in the morning. Oh, God. That's essentially the story. You had a drunk dad. Uh, I don't know. Thank you. His place was the place where everybody goes to get on the bus, and his dad would be passed out there in the lawn. I don't know. Like, I, to me, that somehow raises your stature in school. Mm-hmm. Like, hey... That's that's the cool guy. How does your dad get so drunk? <laughs> Can we come over and have some drinks? I bet your dad threw the greatest party for the high school kids. I'm willing to say that. At least you stole some of the great stuff to have the parties with. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Let's go to T the Cat in the 407. My daddy's scary. The most embarrassing thing he did was... He used me to wipe up, wipe up stuff. Is this meow, meow. He would kick my ass. Meow, meow. This is not my cat. What the hell? <laughs> what are you doing to your cat over there? <laughs> that sounds nothing at all like my, uh, like my little Tyrone. Sounds kind of fat. He's not. He's spelt. He is. He's a good-looking <laughs> little guy. Tuxedo kitty. Cat aids. That's not funny. Let's go to Pedro on the 407. If anything, he got it from the uh, caked urine around your bathroom, (laughs) you animal. What's going on, beautiful? Hey, what's going on, Pedro? Hey, listen, I love how you guys are giving props to football tackle dad, but there's no way that man holds a candle to old hockey dad. What was old hockey dad? What was that one? 
Oh, hockey dad was the one that killed the kid's parent right in front of him in the hockey rink by bashing his skull into the ice. Oh, oh God, yeah. that's right. I forgot about that. So he didn't even attack the kid. He attacked the dad and just, like, he killed him. I remember this story. All right, Pedro, you win a prize. What would you like? Uh, do you Angel's have a new friendship? friend in the prize box? A new friend? No. Sorry, so you don't win. <laughs> Sorry, no new friends. Let's go to David in 321. What's up, David? Hey, how, how are you guys doing? I love your show. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Well, I'm a dad, and when you said your dad was like 50 years old, mm-hmm. well, I'm 52, so that probably makes me the oldest heretic, right? That's probably. fantastic, man. That's great, though. What do you got, buddy? Well, um, I guess I'm an embarrassing dad because <laughs> two years ago, my son, who's a licensed piercer down in Melbourne, mm-hmm. he asked me what I wanted for my birthday, and I said, well, I want a tattoo, and he says, well, what do you want? And I said, well, I want your name tattooed on my ass. And so um, I proceeded to have no. your name, Y-O-U-R name, oh, on my ass. All right. But in the meantime, he proceeded to march all his little hardcore metal punk-ass skater friends through to watch his dad's ass all right there oh, God. for everybody to see. All right, thank you. That's, uh, I don't want to know about that uh, that house. Although I love the fact that it's run by a 52-year-old heretic. Mm-hmm. I almost gave him a prize for being the world's oldest heretic. But uh, not quite enough. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Recapping for you. I guess this uh, father of the year tackles a player in a peewee football game because that player did a cheap shot on his son, Mm -hmm. then proceeds to scale a fence and try to escape. And this just conjured up ideas of the most embarrassing things, uh, you know, that our dads have ever done that we've at least witnessed at the time. I'm sure there's been plenty more. Let's go to uh, Dale on the 352. What's up, Dale? Hey, how you doing? Fantastic. Um, well, the most embarrassing thing that I can remember about my father was me and my mom were walking into a restaurant, looked over at our vehicle, which my father happened to be in, and was receiving kisses below the belt from another woman. Holy Christ. Uh, oh, yeah. Now, you're not a winner because you already got batch material for the rest of your life. So How is that batch material? He's watching his dad get his freak on. You don't, well, you don't use that to uh, get your own freak on. If there was any time you wanted to grow up and be like your dad, that's it. I would agree with that. I can't he wait. He was cool dad at that point. With his mom, no less. Like he, like he's standing with his mom, and he sees his dad in the car with another woman getting his freak on. <laughs> what a lucky child. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, Tuna Tuesday, about to snap chunks. On this Tuna Tuesday, if you see a uh, electronic store, any store that has a whole bunch of radios out, flip it on the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, you call us to prove that you've done it, we'll uh, get you a prize. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Dubs, this is from Denise. The uh, first time I ever brought my boyfriend over to my dad's house, he was wearing spandex pants and a really small wife-beater-type shirt. <laughs> Try to explain that one to your new boyfriend. Bipolar Steve says, um, my worst dad story, I was playing basketball from my high school. During the game, my dad got up from the back of the stands, tripped and fell and rolled all the way down the ground. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, I think that might be my favorite story ever. Just because that's one you can imagine, like your old man, his legs just up in the air, <laughs> falling down. <laughs> his, his white socks pulled up all the way to his knees. And there's just nothing you can do about it. 
You know, you just have to sit there and take the shame of your uncoordinated dash. I know uh, Greg Gazoo over there has something to add, but let's go to Trisha first in the 407. What do you got, Trisha? Hey, guys. I, I guess the most embarrassing thing my dad ever did was have a discussion uh, with me about how he caught me and my boyfriend messing around on the couch at, on the holiday telling us that it was okay to do oh. that every once in a while, but not to get Don't too get involved pregnant. in things like that. But he, my dad was beat red when he was trying to explain to us what we should and shouldn't do. All right, that is incredibly douche true. I, don't, I, I wouldn't necessarily give you a price for it, but thank you for the story. Yeah. Because we've all had that uncomfortable talk with our pops. My dad's talk Haven't was... we, Matt? No. Not uh, even with my mom. Oops. No wonder you're going to wear a condom for your first time. The talk with my father. Uh, again, coming back from a baseball game. Any quality time that my dad and I had, it was coming back from a baseball game. Something manly. Yeah. So, uh... You got any hair down there yet? Oh, God. Yep. Ugh. You got any questions? No, I'm good. All right. You got any hair down there yet? That was it. That... How, like, just abrasive can you be when bringing up the whole sex thing? That's what it was. That's so how. So will the beast. Usually that question is followed by, "Can I see you?" <laughs> <laughs> or darn. <laughs> yeah, you, you usually see something like that on uh, to catch a predator yeah. message chats. Hi. But instead, that's how the birds and the bees were discussed with me, because I never got anything more from it. Now, Greg Azu says he has something great to add to oh, this the, conversation. Yeah, great. this is great. Mm-hmm. Um, just the other day, actually, I caught my dad um, watching Cinemax porn on demand. <coughs> and I was sleeping on the couch. And I, you know, Don't just, try to add to the story once it's bombed. I know, I know. Radio Jihad. Now, here's the thing. That was great. Normally, <laughs> that could end up a fantastic story. It was just delivered so terribly. Yeah, there was just there was nothing. It was so nonchalant. Yeah, oh, I saw my dad. It has to be longer than a fragment sentence. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the problem with today's generation, though. They don't speak in... They don't tell a story. Yeah, they, they don't, don't draw you a picture. Oh, I just watched my dad uh, once with Skinamax. Okay. That's it. Thanks, Great Gazoo. <laughs> you know, now he's going to start drawing pictures and handing them to you for the radio. <sighs> I love it. This I, is me. Apparently this I'm not, is my daddy. Apparently I'm not the only one. Other people have told me they're, that was the first way that their parents broached the subject of, hey, do you... Uh, do you have any hair down there? Have you started growing yet? <laughs> All right, well, that, that actually kind of comforts me a little bit. Now I don't know why. My leg, yes. <laughs> I don't know why it comforts me, but it does uh, just uh, ever so slightly. It, no, it, it tells me the last generation was a bunch of creeps. <laughs> yeah, I could see that, too, to be honest with you. I mean, how would that be the way you bring it up to your kid? No. I, Hell no. I would probably decide. But, dude, imagine you're sitting there. You know, here's your child. You have mm. to try to begin to talk sex. Or explain because you want them to be educated, you want them to protect themselves, and you just, how do you open that up? How do you start that sentence? You know what I mean? Well, you usually start with a nice bottle of wine. Chuck Jock. Hmm? I'm trying to have a conversation. And you're over there being a Chuck Jock. And it's not helping what we're trying to do here. 407-916-1041. Candles, tri- incense. 888 Start with a 41 Not just handing you a brew and uh, spraying some new car scent in your pants. 
what the hell? What? <laughs> hey, you, you just told the story. <laughs> what? Oh, Adam in the 407. What's up, Adam? Oh, man. Uh, my dad, he always liked to tell me stories about his uh, conquests. Uh, you know, my my parents split up when I was like five, right. and ever since I was like seven, he's always been big on bragging to me, and it's still still to this day with his new wife. All right, so it's he'll the just, most horrible thing in the world. Will he get his now? Will he get as in depth as talking positions and don't like give any specifically? But will, will he, he? Will he go there? Uh, he, uh, you know, stories like. You know, it's her time of the month. Oh, oh no. all right. I don't want to know I anymore. You. I got gotcha. you. Now, my my dad, the last time I went over to his place for uh, for Christmas. And he dropped the end bomb? No. No. Not that time. Uh, he was uh, talking, and, like, I don't know why. He was, like, eating something, and he was, like, throwing it into his mouth. One stray piece of whatever, like a chip or something, or a piece of popcorn, Goes flying into his wife's lap. Stop! Don't even. And he makes a joke about going down there, and he even does the the uh, the peace sign with the with the <laughs> mouth oh. in between it. Ah! Oh. Victory. Yes. Right. What is uh? I was just, me and my chick are sitting over there, disgusted. So awful. Does he have a mustache? Uh, yeah. Well, he has a full beard now. Oh, okay. And his wife is like 80. Really? Oh, yeah. She's old. I didn't know that. Like, does she look like a grandma? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, she looks a lot older than she actually She looks 80. She's probably about 60. What the hell? Yeah. How old's your dad? 43. What, does she have a lot of money? No. What? The, what so what's I don't love know. Or what is it? Well, the odd thing is, she, she looks... Eerily close to my grandma on his side. It is, it is odd. The whole Oedipus complex going on. Yeah. Do you even call her Grams? Dude, you ought to call her Grams She's very once nice. To freak her out. You should call her Grams just to freak, not even to freak her out, but to freak him out and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Since you have this incredibly striking resemblance to his mom, and then see, and then point, yeah, and then just see a lot of point going on. (laughs) Dude, you ought to go so far. You love doing stuff on the internet. Just get photos of the two of them, your grandma and uh, his wife. Put them side by side. Neither of them take well. And say, hey, well, no, and send them to your dad. Mm -hmm. And uh, say, hey, think about this next time you're going for popcorn. I don't know if he already has. I'm really uh, not sure. All right, Pinchy says, everything about dubs is vile, and I completely agree. I, I'm not denying that. My my whole life has been screwed. Starting from the age of five and you're yes. kissing the mouth by your dad oh, and going to kindergarten. way earlier than that. Yeah. Eric in the 407. What do you got, Eric? All right, when I was about 10, my uh, my parents found a uh, an adult magazine that I had caught from someone at school. Mm-hmm. And so that led to, you know, this really awkward, awful conversation with my father about, so, you know, what's going on down there? Does this happen? Does that happen? And, uh, you know, that, that was bad enough, you know, to, to get all the information. And, I'm you know, I'm nervous and I'm mm-hmm. upset because they found the magazine. And then he lumps that in in the same conversation with, oh, yeah, your sister just got moved to a new, uh, a new wing of the hospital because she's dying. <laughs> What the hell? All that lumped together. Oh, yeah, P.S. By the way, (laughs) speaking Yeah, by the way, I don't know if he thought one would soften the blow of the other, but instead it just really loused up my head for a long time. Oh, I'm sure. I thank you for the phone call. Because here's the thing, too. 
when you stop, you know, as a parent, you're probably debating. All right. I need to have the sex talk. The daughter is dying. Maybe I can just get all of this uncomfortableness out of the way in one fell swoop. Never mind how my kid reacts for the rest of his life. I know because of the chemo, your sister doesn't have hair, but do you yet? Are See, you having any hair down there? And that's a problem. <laughs> On a lighter note. All right, people are telling me the same thing that my, you know, my dad, going back to that question mm -hmm. about whether I've begun sprouting, um... Last Samurai says, same thing happened to me, except my mom asked in front of my friends. Oh. Any sort of sex talk uh, when you're around your buddies and your parents are trying to have it, and then they want to maybe try to educate your friends, mm -hmm. too, is no good. Just so no good. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And here's the thing, too. Parents have it so tough. You know, when you think about, like, all of the life situations, because you've gone through it all, and you think to yourself, all right, I know exactly how I'm going to tackle this. Maybe you didn't have thought it through your mind of, I'm going to bring it up then. And maybe at the age of 13, all right, you're thinking maybe that's around the time. But then all of a sudden, you know, the kid's 10, and you find porn that he brought home from school, and you're like, oh, man, i got to have this a lot sooner. Yeah, it can seems I, right up on you. Can I say the exact same things? to my 10-year-old that I was going to say to my 13-year-old, or that I would even say with my buddies, you know, while we're hanging out, you know, in a hideout or whatever. And it depends on the kind of porn you find, too, <laughs> on how you talk about it. Oh, my God. Donkey play. <laughs> uh, Beer Chick says, at least be glad you're a guy. Imagine being a girl and having your dad ask that question. <laughs> talk about weird, but unfortunately true. I don't know if that's appropriate. And I, well, I, 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 I would just be completely questioning the uh, the motivation behind that question at that point. Uh, it is creepy when it's dad asking daughter. Yeah. Now, but when it's mom, I can see it being Uncle Wild Bill asking that. <laughs> but when it's mom asking son, is it is creepy? Yes. See, I wouldn't think that, and I certainly wouldn't think it if it was dad asking dad or mom asking mom. But normally, you would think mom. Or mom asking daughter. Yeah. Normally you would think mom asking daughter, it wouldn't be more about, you know, um, growing, mm -hmm. but it would be more about if cycle has started. Do you yeah, have any I would think about I would that? think that would be an easier thing to bring up. Because you start you start with this cycle thing, hey you're gonna have to go through this, you're right. gonna have to use these different things. Oh, by the way, these are some other things that you're gonna have to worry about later along the line. I now that I think about it too. But that's the difference between moms and dads, mm -hmm. because mom will ask thinking about the cycle. Dad is just, that never even enters his mind. It's something completely Don't different. Don't get her pregnant. <laughs> Whatever you do. It's the Hideout Row Radio Little 4.1. Hour 2, tune Tuesday. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. About to send chunks out. Go turn on the uh, public radios around town onto realradio.fm to hide out. Dubs, was it Friday night that we talked about Siri Cruz's bronzed uh, bowel movement that yes. was being, being sold on eBay? Well, um, as it turns out, someone has paid. Uh, more than $500 for Britney Spears' half-eaten egg salad sandwich. Oh. The eBay sale also came with a corn dog that was supposedly mostly 
eaten by her hubby, Kevin Federline. But Brittany also took a, uh, a bite out of it. It's egg salad. Seller, what are you going to do with it? Seller claims uh, that he works part-time at a fancy schmancy hotel and was serving Spears and Federline during a catered affair with a food um, range from fine gourmet cuisine to deep-fried eats. As it turns out, 43 bids were placed before the buyer paid $520 for the goodies. Turns out, goldenpalace.com. All right. That makes sense. Ended up buying it. They aren't going to do anything with it. They're just doing it for the for the 520 bucks to get everybody, every uh, shock jock out there talking about them. Here's what I'm thinking, though. If we're going to shock jock, then let's do it right. All right. There genuinely seems to be this thing of waste. Now, you and I were on this bandwagon a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Before we had real prizes, Dubs and I used to give out our moon pie wrappers. We would autograph them, and we would give them out as, as prizes. And people loved them. Mm-hmm. In fact, that PS2 of Chunks's that accidentally got smashed yeah, one night in the hideout, yeah. uh, we autographed that, too, and gave it out. Some lucky listener has that up in Washington, D.C. Dubs, I think it is time for a money-making scheme here in the hideout. All right. I called you this afternoon and told you I need you to bring something in. And I brought it. All right. Let's get a real TV going on RealRadio.fm. Can maybe we turn the camera around to Chunks and put it on Chunks? No, Chunks. Grab the bag. Grab that bag. Open it up. And, and pull out the contents. There's a, uh, I guess you would call a it. A treat. There's a baggie, I guess you would call it, Dubs, mm-hmm. and inside that, a Ziploc bag? Yeah, there's a uh, just a regular bag you get from like a 7-Eleven or something. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Ziploc bag with the contents of what I brought in tonight. All right. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to send chunks out. Well, and he's going to try to sell. Opening the bag and judging by the smell of it, uh, let me just take a gander in here. And yes, I was right. It's a Mr. Hanky. <laughs> I right, pull out Mr. Oh, Hanky. Oh, Christ, dude, what's wrong with you? Dude, pulled out. <laughs> Davey needs a diaper change, man. <laughs> oh. That's all I could get. The smell got my mouth. <laughs> all right, so we're, we're going to have a little contest. We're, we're going to see. Now, Heretic hair Ralph. Grab the bag and show it to the, uh, show it to the uh, camera. Chunks. Grab the bag. Heretic Ralph brought in uh, some food for us tonight, mm-hmm. and he looks completely disgusted like he's going to throw up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have half-eaten food. So I'm going to mm-hmm. take a bite out of this wing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And very tasty. So in ho- honor of Surrey Cruz and her uh, bronze deuce that they were selling last week. Are you not white? Mm. Yeah, go to a doctor, dude. There's something wrong with you. Why? You'd be lucky it like wasn't like mine. Look at it. There's nothing wrong with it. Like a little cat, you know. No. Yeah. Is that your dad's fingernail in there? <laughs> <laughs> Firm grip. <laughs> All right, here's my half-eaten food. Oh, great. Now go out. Now what we're going to do, we're going to send you out, Chunks, when you go out on this uh, Tune It Tuesday to uh, a store and turn on all the radios to Real Radio 104.1 in the hideout. After you get done doing that and calling us, you're going to walk outside of that establishment and see what you can get for both of those. We're going to try to make a little money, because I can't believe people are making money off of the bronze edition of Surrey Cruz's waste. Yeah. And now, you know, Britney Spears, more than $500 for the half-eaten food. See, I have no bronze. Mine's all natural. 
I want to see who's who would garner more. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe my half-eaten food would get more money than your no. uh, waste. No, I, yes. I there's no way. There's so, certainly a chance. I hate to tell you, man, but you know, it's you know, you grab that bag and sh- show both of them onto the screen right now. Which one would you pay more for? <laughs> Jesus, that's dude. a collector's item. You got issues, man. That's a collector's item. I don't, I, don't go to the, I don't go to the ale house every day. That's definitely collectors. There's a misprint on that. <laughs> hey, Chunks, would you rather be on your car or in your car this time? <laughs> yeah, because that happened, too. And we're not afraid to uh, take it back there. Joe in the uh, 863. There's no way that's a deuce in a bag. It's got to be a brownie, dude. Go out and find Chunks and uh, take a gander at it. Yeah, absolutely. I guarantee. I called Dubs with the idea because we need to make a little extra money in here. We're doing nights. I guarantee. And it's not uh, it's not exactly uh, big money. All right, people are saying this. Look, at one point when we're big celebrities, that's going to make that's gonna be worth something right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pinchy says he would pay $100 for Mad Max's number two that was on Chunks' Peak Monster. That one was worth that in the weight. <laughs> that, was, that was definitely a heavy day. Got some good coverage on mm-hmm. that. So, all right, Chunks, go. Go find your establishment for the Tuna Tuesday. Go flip all the radios on there. Let us know. And then afterwards, I want you going outside and trying to sell that stuff. Talk it up, too. Yeah. Because this is a money-making you gotta endeavor. You got to sell. I want to hop on in, this, uh, in the ground floor. Because I don't want to be like one of those schmucks who got in on the dot-com thing too late. You know, Dubs? Mm-hmm. I need to try calling in sick one of these days. <laughs> Maybe if you... Never mind. I can't even say it. But why don't you get out there and make that one happen? That'd be fantastic. 407 I, I think that's a pretty healthy one. <laughs> All right. I, I'm not kidding. You said it's disgusting. I find that thing to be... Uh... Healthy. Looks like a brown peep. Uh, <laughs> dude, get the hell out of here. What do you want? Sugar of goodness. Oh, you don't have a car? No, I do. I just, where am I going? Wherever you want to go. Just go find a place for Tuna Tuesday. Oh, all right. You act like you haven't ever been out on this bit before. Go out there and make it happen. And make sure you sell those things, too. Try yeah. to, if you don't bring get as back, much as you can. If you don't bring back money, you're going to get punished. Hey, you owe me 100 bucks. <laughs> All right, see if you can get the hundred bucks. Uh, raise the hundred bucks from that. You just screw yourself there. Yeah, that's how you're gonna get paid, is by raising the hundred dollars from there. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Stalker one zero one in the uh, three eighty six. What's up, Stalker? Yeah, I know it would sell real good. Hmm. Uh, uh, half a dead cat. What the? Radio Jihad. Jesus. You have a little more floating in it. Uh. <laughs> uh, Why uh, is it that all of a sudden my uh, my cat somehow gets brought into this? I don't know. Uh, You're such a raging prick to my cat, my cat the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> what? You're kidding, right? Um, J-Dubs, mm-hmm. speaking of all this, I feel like in a way, and I know people sometimes say that we bully chunks, but uh, have you ever been a victim of bullying before? Oh, yeah, in high school? Definitely. <laughs> God damn my childhood! <laughs> Everything I bring up is terrible. There's not one that. Hey, one time I found twenty bucks. This never happened to me. But yeah, I was always bullied. I was bullied because my mom was a janitor. It really nothing did. but uh, nothing but finger pointing and snickering. Don't be racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so you're out there, and what would they say because your mom was the janitor? 
Where they purposely spill things. And exactly. Like- exactly. No, this is what would happen. <laughs> I'd be in the lunchroom, mind my own business, eating my peanut butter and banana sandwich. And someone, God, someone Elvis, yeah, which by the way was gotten out of the trash can from the day before, <laughs> and someone would take their their little hunt snack pack cup and pour it all over the ground and say, "Hey, go get your mom, <laughs> give your mom a business, baby." <laughs> Did you ever fight over it? Oh yeah, I start swinging, tears in my eyes. <laughs> Drink. Shut up, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> what would your uh? Would you ever tell your mom, like, would you ever get mad at her for being a janitor? Yes, all the time. What are you doing? Go to another school. There's many schools around. Why do you have to be cleaning this one? I used to get mad at my mom for calling me Matt because she knew I was going to be a fat kid, and Mm -hmm. Fat Matt just rhymes. It's just so easy. That's the first thing that comes out of her head when you're five years old. Fat Matt, Fat Matt. You never tried Matthew? What's your middle name? Glenn. You should have gone by Glenn, although you look... Glenn is a Glenn's fat name. Glenn is a fat name. Yeah. He's yeah. a G. Yeah, there's something about that Glenn that is a gluttonous Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> you see, but five-year-olds can't figure that out. Fat Matt's way too easy, yeah. huh? Uh, there were these kids, I guess, who got bullied. There's one specific kid, and he is now suing his tormentors for about $100,000 in damages. Really? Yeah. I wonder if he's going to get it. The attempts, <laughs> the attempts included... Uh, that pisses me off. I wish I would have done that. Exactly. Trying to um, get $100 away from him. Threats being made on internet chat rooms at his uh, family's home. Or saying that his family's home would be burned down if he did not pay up. <laughs> the um, He was 15 at the time. Mm. He was punched and kicked in the head by four men. He's now suing. Oh, he was a kid. Yeah. You're a kid. You get your ass kicked. That's what happens. Toughen up, puss. Apparently, too, he ended up calling in his um, his testimony mm-hmm. because he <laughs> he couldn't handle being in the same room as the defendants. You have to. You have to go in there. They said that he developed a phobia about school, missed too many days of study and anxiety and panic attacks. Isn't that one of the whole things about court? You are, you know, able to look your accuser in the eyes? Well, this is, though... That's uh, a good lawyer. This is in Australia, though. Uh, hey, what was the kid's name? Was it... Fat man! Fat man! Fat man! Fat man! The judge allowed him to give evidence by phone from another court as he was too frightened to be in the same room as his attackers. Um... But yeah, yeah. call his house and go. Batman, Batman. I hate you. <laughs> Hang up. Isn't it, isn't it just a rite of passage though? I mean, we all got bullied at some point. Yeah, everybody gets bullied. Everybody, you know, something happens to them. Now, this is a different story from what you found yesterday though about cyberbullying. Yes, this is a completely different story. I guess the new trend and uh, the thing they're telling people to get ready for this year is cyberbullying. People bullying others online. It's back to school time, of course, but before you send your kids off to class, you want to hear this sobering statistic. One in four children will be bullied at school this year. Bullying can take the form of teasing, gossiping, even physical violence. It's something... Okay, so the other three people are going to be bullying mm-hmm. the uh, the one in four that gets bullied. This year. But next year, they'll they, uh, they'll get their, their lickings. That too many parents and their children know all too well. ABC's John Berman has more. It happens at school. 
I was scared to walk down the hallways, afraid of what might be said to me. It happens in the schoolyard. It got to the extreme where Felicia couldn't play outside anymore. It even happens on the school bus. Unfortunately, we're living in a culture of meanness. The bus driver was always the most non-threatening person. Do you want a red ticket? (laughs) Yes. I don't want you to drive me to school for a week, please. I didn't know they handed out red tickets. What was that? There was pink, yellow, and red. Red was the worst. Pink was your warning. Yellow, you're uh, off the bus for a day. And uh, red, you're off for a week. Dude, I, like as far as grades go, my dad mm. would get upset if I did if I got poor grades. He would get even more pissed off if I didn't get E's in behavior. E was excellent, mm-hmm. as satisfactory. You un uh unsatisfactory. Yeah, exactly. He would get livid if I didn't get an E. Uh, extremely pissed off if I got an S. And if I got an unsatisfactory, dude, he'd beat my ass. <laughs> I mean, literally beat my ass. And I never once got a U, but I was so close a couple of times. I literally uh, had, had to, to beg. beg. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I can't count. I, I won't be able to come to school for a week if I get a U. I, I don't know how many times I begged for a C. Don't okay. isolate it. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Get it. I don't, know how many, get it. I don't know how many times just because I was, you know, on that teetering edge. And then, you know. Right. Oh, no, absolutely. I've gone. I've gone back to uh, professors and be like, listen. My apologies. It's mm-hmm. my fault. Grandmother died. Um, I've oh, gotten sick. I, would, I wouldn't sugarcoat it. I'd be like, I'll do all the tests over again. Did Something, I, please. Did I tell you about basketball class that I took in college? It was actually like a two-credit course. Mm-mm. I did really well in it, but I had to miss a lot of class for speech and debate. So in order to get a C in basketball, a pass, because uh, I'd missed so many classes, I had to run seven miles in the last day. So I'm just Not saying, bad. Uh, was, I would. I mean, I it, you know to pass. It was pretty bad for me. Seven miles in one day. Oh, and I was the only kid who ever gained weight uh, in the weightlifting <laughs> class, but not muscle. I took, dude. I took long, like long running, like you know, distance running mm-hmm. and weightlifting in one semester, hoping to lose weight. I put on like fifteen pounds. It's the same with this losing weight monster challenge thing. I was the only one to put on weight. I think I joined the cross country team in high school for. 15 minutes. We did the stretches, and all right, time for the 12-mile run. And I ran right to my car. What, kid smoke? What? <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I guess this is the new thing, cyberbullying. Hideout download. In a culture of meanness and a culture of incivility, we're seeing a lot more of the verbal bullying. And now these school-age bullies are going beyond the playground, attacking their classmates with just the click of a mouse. A new poll found that one out of every three kids between the ages of 12 and 17 is now the victim of cyberbullying. She's mad pale and rocks bright red lipstick. with. When Jackie Garcia was just 16 years old, she became a victim of cyberbullying after a disturbing profile was posted on the Internet <laughs> for the whole world to see. All right, I don't know. I'm a cyber bully. <laughs> and you have been ever since the internet came yes. out. I, I believe this is the time for the, uh, the uh, way for the weak kids to strike back. 
Cause you... I think the kids are getting beat up because they're weak at uh, school. Can go home and make a nice little profile on that person and just beat their ass. And go, ha-ha, got you back. Because that's what you've done to your friend from high school, Steve. <laughs> Scott. Scott Stevens. Yes. And you created a fake profile for him. <laughs> and what have you been doing? Uh, talking to gay people online and trying to get them to come over to his house. <laughs> That's funny, I just isolated this drop a minute ago, now it all makes sense. Huh. Don't play it in context. <laughs> um, and then, of course, there's your gay best friend, Warren. Mm. And I'm my best friend, an acquaintance from high school. Who puts nudies of himself up on Craigslist.org. Dude, you're the cyber bully. Oh, my God. Uh, hold on, let me kick it back a second here so we can get this. When Jackie Garcia was just 16 years old, she became a victim of cyberbullying after a disturbing profile was posted on the Internet for the whole world to see. I became physically sick. I vomited early in the morning. I didn't want to go to school. I was shaking. Sometimes at night I would lock my door and just cry. The web page was eventually removed, but Jackie transferred to another school. Experts say victims of cyberbullying are often emotionally worse off than those physically attacked in the schoolyard. How? Because first of all, you could avoid a computer and be okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like maybe if for some reason... Uh, yeah. you, you just don't type in that web address. Right, exactly. It's not the same as when you're getting cornered in a lunchroom. You know, just getting pounded, yeah. Yeah, people stealing your lunch money or anything like that. I don't think it's even close. Or even being, like, you know, in a circle and people, like, throwing verbal jabs at you and stuff like that. I mean, there's no getting away from that. On the Internet, you just don't log on. Mm -hmm. A kid wants to go online. That kid could be barraged with emails that constantly humiliate or harass the victim. When you see schoolyard bullying, the victim can just leave. You don't see that with cyberbullying. What the hell? You just said the opposite. Who is this bitch, this quote-unquote expert? We don't have her name, do we? Mm -hmm. All right, well, who's right, the expert or us? I would have to. I, s- I think us. I'm going to go on our side, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say we're right. There are laws protecting students against direct threats. You have to recognize that that's going on. You have to be proactive. For Good Morning America, John Berman, ABC News, New York. Hideout download. Wow, dude. I'm telling you, it never really got too bad for me as far as bullying goes in high school. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I just love to dish it out here in the hideout. Just love to bully the uh, the interns and chunks when it really comes down to it. And I'm sure you, too, you have the same kind of thing as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Well, I was bullied, you know, up till like, high school. At high school, it stopped, and, you know, I I uh, started smoking pot and being cool. And, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I, I became one of those, uh, I started hanging out with, like, seniors, and then they started bullying people, and I would stand right with them laughing. <laughs> Dude, ha, ha, ha. dude I, got, I used to be your friend, loser. I, <laughs> I got to thank Harold Wilson. I ha, he was the coolest kid at Truman Middle School, and I had him for every class when I had moved there in the sixth grade. And because of that, I just avo- I avoided all bullying. Mm-hmm. I got and I was the fat kid. I mean, there was so many ways that I could have been bullied. Well, there was one time when you were wearing your uh, Batman shirt. <laughs> uh, but that wasn't necessarily being bullied. <laughs> you fat blank. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just waiting outside of the bus, and I got my nice, tight, white Batman shirt on. 
Not even it was a white Batman shirt. I always pictured it being black. No, one. no, 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 dude. With your big protruding nipples <laughs> pointing out of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you have room to talk. It was a, it was a. Batman, it, Batman. It didn't even have the Batman logo. It had mm. like Batman and like the car. Oh um, God. And Doug, toothless Doug, walked by. My Why is there shirt- always a toothless Doug at every school? He was like, dude, he was in the seventh grade and he was 16. <laughs> Eventually, they just kicked him out. They're like, Doug, you're going to have to go, bro. I'm sorry, but it's time for you to leave now. Obviously, we can't help you in the Grand Prairie Independent School District. We had uh, this one kid, uh, and the, actually this one family, redheaded family, kind of like the O'Doyles, but all of them failed so much in the 10th grade, they, they just couldn't get over that 10th grade hump <laughs> that there were five Five siblings in the 10th grade at one time at one point. Of course, geometry, it's a bitch. Mm. I can understand. Oh, my God. So what would y'all call him? Do y'all have a name for him or anything? No, they, they all sat around and played hacky sack. That's all they did. Well, no wonder. Yeah, they never went to class. We'd, but you'd always see him in the, uh, in the, uh, right by like all the uh, trophies and everything playing hacky sack. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Uh, Dubs, quick uh, election returns. Mm-hmm. Down with that real yeah, fast? Let's do that. Uh, from our buddies over at local6.com. I'd like to say all the candidates that we supported here in the Hideout mm-hmm. seem to be uh, winning. Of course, it's the power of the Hideout. Um, with 16% of the precincts reporting, 64% of the Florida uh, gubernatorial race, Republican, in the uh, primary, Charlie Crist is leading over Tom Gallagher, 64 to 34. Make it happen. Make it happen. Let's do this. For the Democrat right now, uh, 16% of the precincts reporting, um, you've got Jim Davis. 50% over Rod Smith's 36%. Now, it's early on, but so far all of the hideout candidates mm-hmm. are ahead of the game. Are uh, definitely ahead of the game. All but for one category, J-Dubs. Where's that? That is for the U.S. Senate. Um, Florida Republican. Right now, 16% of the precincts reporting. Catherine Harris leading... Uh, our choice, Will McBride. <laughs> I love Will McBride. To thirty percent. So, Will McBride's the one that uh, threw that uh, swimming thing out there, didn't he? No, I don't uh, think he is. That was Tram. Tram Hudson. Yeah. There's his people never get back to me for an interview. I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah, Tram. I don't know what he was running for. I thought he was running for that, but I don't see Tram Hudson's name anymore. Maybe he dropped out after that. Wasn't it congressman? Yeah, but I'm looking at uh, maybe you know what? Maybe it was a state, uh, mm. a state. Thing. I heard he was running for a pool because <laughs> it's cleaner there. All right, let me find that audio real fast. Graham Hudson talking about <laughs> blacks and their swimming ability or lack thereof. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find that. Now I've, I've now got too much audio in here, mm-hmm. and it just may not be able to happen. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Go to Jason in the 407. What's up, Jason? 
Hey, yeah. Well, the call about the cyberbullying thing. Uh-huh. The, uh, I think the, the reason why it's so traumatic is imagine you're the Star Wars kid. <laughs> and you come into school one day, and everybody has seen it. Well, you know, but but, but he was made into a star, wasn't he, though? Well, he was, but well, he, he, he hated was. it. He hated uh, Actually, uh, David Letterman wanted to have him on the show, and he, he said no. He, what he can't he yeah. couldn't ha- he didn't like the uh, the attention he was getting he did it as like a uh, it was a school project where they needed to act out something and <laughs> that's what he did I didn't... and he did it with just like a broom handle and someone did like the uh, the effects okay I didn't I didn't actually know that oh right, yeah. that's hilarious but um, imagine something else just as just as stupid you know right. or, or or dumber. Well, I always hear too, and sometimes you got this happening mm-hmm. where you know your emails get flooded and people talking trash or this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, I definitely see where cyber cyberbullying could suck, but um, overall, I, I think it's—I don't think it's as bad as getting your ass kicked in the lunchroom. No way. And we now, used to beat this kid's ass named Jason Meadows. I mean, I, and we've been looking for him to find out what he's doing today, and we can—we can't find him anywhere. I think he's dead. I think he offed himself because of the hell we put him through. We would, uh, he, I remember at one school dance, everybody just circled around him. And he tried to run out of the, the, uh, the circle, and I filled the gap and gave him a nice form tackle. Bull, bull in the ring, is that what yes. you're trying to do? Yes. And, uh, you know, we laid him out there. We broke his glasses, I don't know how many times. He, we broke his arm because he was on the monkey bars, and someone what? just ran up behind him and just, like, shouldered him in the small of the back, and he did a flip over and broke his arm. What the hell are you doing? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I hate you now. Uh, th- th- this wasn't just me. This was the whole school. I, I, there was not one kid who gave that kid a break. I don't uh, know why that kid did not shoot up Fowlerville <laughs> High School. He left in, like, the seventh grade. Middle school. <laughs> Elementary is, school, dude. Yes. And uh, <laughs> there was another time when we were all in gym class and our gym teacher left, and uh, this kid oh. named Jesse Ogden. Uh, big <laughs> cares. kid. Uh. I'm just setting up the story. <laughs> Jesse Ogden. Jason Meadows, Jesse Ogden. I hate you and your Jesse full Jesse Ogden. Big he, Jess. <laughs> he, uh, he was running, too. We were all doing their laps around the uh, the uh, gym, and the teacher left the room. And for some reason, Jason Meadows was right behind Jesse Ogden, and Jesse Ogden turned around and lifted the kid up and slammed him on the ground. The kid was, like, down there in the field position. No one acted like anything was wrong. We just kept on running. The, the gym teacher comes back and goes ballistic on us. Like, I don't know, he just fell. <laughs> Appendicitis, maybe. I don't know. Why do you do that? I didn't do that. Jesse Ogden did. Did you see now in lunchrooms they're having mm-hmm. the thing, they're getting it started where all you have to do is you put your fingerprint down and you can get your food? Oh, so the people don't have to uh, shame themselves with their reduced lunch card? I didn't even think about that act of it. You know, that's right. I forgot about the uh, the punch-a-ticket mm-hmm. for your hot meal, that week's hot meal. Did they go as far at your school as to make the meal different for the reduced lunch kids? Yes. Where they got, like, you know, just like a, uh, a peanut butter sandwich and an apple? And there was, well... Partly, it was pathetic at our school. Uh, you got, you'd see all the rich kids eating their big chicken nuggets and everything, and then you see the poor kid table with a bunch of kids just eating these uh, these old sandwiches. For us, it was the difference in the number of sides you got. Mm. Like if you had reduced lunch, you got reduced sides. 
you didn't get to get all the sides. You had your choice of one. Whereas you actually paid your buck fifty or whatever it was, or three dollars. You couldn't even get chocolate milk with reduced lunch. You had to get the plain white. And you couldn't go if you were trying to watch your weight. You couldn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all just about uh, full milk. That's all you get. Yep, you get the the. Well, they had uh, they had the D in the skim, and uh, a uh, peanut butter sandwich, um, an apple, and I think that's it. All right, our boy Will McBride's making a comeback, Dubs. He's up to 31% right now over Catherine Harris, who's at 49%. Now, Giant Brian says, wouldn't you rather Harris win? Because at least you have some crazy lady in power. They're all crooked, so why not just get some entertainment out of it? That's true. And there's something about her, man. Like, she's really, really hot. You think? Dude, she's got that creepy Stepford wife smile and big fake boobs. I'm assuming big fake boobs. All right, tr- they say Tram Hudson is running against uh, running for this Florida Senate seat, but he's not anywhere, at least in the local six. <laughs> he just doesn't. No, because they even uh, got some schmuck on the radar. They got some schmucks, and the others have got one percent. This Peter Monroe guy pulling six percent. You think Tram Hudson would just get that at least like two or three percent racist vote? Do we have that audio? I'm calling it the Panhandle vote. Do we have that audio over there, Tommy? The Tram Hudson? Yeah. All right. Uh, training down there. I was the commander of an infantry company, and we were practicing crossing a river. Uh, and you know, an infantry company, uh, 140 some odd soldiers, what have you. Large number were black. Uh, I grew up in Alabama. I understand. Uh, I know this from my own experience that blacks are not the greatest swimmers or may not even know how to swim. But we were crossing this. We want to make sure every soldier... Batman! Batman! (laughs) Not the greatest swimmer, that Matthew. Batman! Batman! It's Dwayne. I want that as a ringtone. Batman! Batman! Oh, I know who's calling me. Yeah. (laughs) Don't answer. Look for that up soon on fullblownaids.com. Hold on, everybody be quiet. You're welcome. Pull it. Go ahead and grab that and put it up. <laughs> Fullblownage.com. Hey, Dubs, I'm uh, very excited that our car- our candidate uh, is looks like he's going to win the Republican nomination for governor. Uh, Charlie Christ. Christ. Oh, I don't know <laughs> if I can get behind him then. <laughs> Second coming. Uh, that's too bad. Look at this, just doubling the output from that Tom Gallagher guy. Here's what's interesting. I don't even know if we have the commercials around anymore, and I don't know if we should play them or not. I guess the polls have closed. Mm-hmm. Can you see if there's a Tom Gallagher commercial back there? Because I've changed diapers. Which one? Which one's the one that uh, calls himself a uh, a Re- Ronald Reagan Republican? Uh, like, he just runs down a laundry list of stuff I disagree with. Well, you know? it, with the, the, the Tom Gallagher, like, commercials, for me, were essentially commercials for Chris. Really? Because, uh, Chris is pro-choice. Chris is a moderate. Chris is, you know, sides, you know, with the people. It was basically, it came down to that. Now vote for Tom Gallagher for, <laughs> for coming. You're like, what? You're kidding, right? It seemed like the Gallagher cat was playing to like the far, far right, and that never works out. You always want to. I, I guess at the primaries it may. Well, that's when you do it. Yeah, you know, you got to try to play to you know that base right completely. There's one still in here. All right, well, the, you know, the old election's over, so let's see what uh what Gallagher, Gallagher was going to run with. In politics, issues count. 
So compare the Republican candidates for governor. This may be it. Charlie Crist supports a liberal plan to increase state spending by billions of dollars Got over the my next vote. three years. Tom Gallagher and Jeb Bush oppose that big spending plan. <laughs> Charlie Crist supports the liberal amnesty bill in the U.S. Liberal. Tom Gallagher opposes amnesty for illegals. Charlie Crist supports civil unions for gays. Gallagher opposes civil unions and <laughs> says we should gays. enact Florida's marriage protection amendment. Charlie Crist is pro-choice. Tom Gallagher is pro-life. Charlie Crist, pro-choice, pro-gay rights, pro-spending, and pro-amnesty. Tom Gallagher, the conservative choice, a leader in the Jeb Bush tradition. Scary. Learn more about the candidates and the issues at TG2006.com. Political advertisement paid for and approved by Tom Gallagher, Republican for governor. I'm not going to lie to you, that's making me a Crist guy. Yeah, without a doubt. I'm like, wow, this guy sounds, uh... He sounds pretty promising. And that's actually an attack ad. Yeah. Those things were attacks. Well, here's what it was. He labeled him essentially a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And so then that's the problem. Then if you're the Democrats, you got to say, well, why aren't you running with us? I, let's play the Tom Gallagher commercial. Why don't you have a D next to your name instead of an R? Because it sounds like you're one of us. And honestly, that's the problem. They're all the same. Yep, they all sound the same. They all got. And no one's going to get rid of uh, the abortions. No one's going to get rid of anybody's guns. Those are false, just fake uh, uh, running topics. And the whole thing too of spending. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to spend money. Yeah. Otherwise, we wind up in what the the bottom portion, like in the 40s, when it comes to education and everything else. What are we doing with the tax money? You know, we got to spend it. There's a whole point to that. No, we save it. We For inv- what? The stock market. We just go ahead and throw it in the stock market. We gamble with it. The stock market is nothing more than gambling. Mm-hmm. Legalize gambling. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Let's go to Bobby K. Peppers. Uh, yeah, I was kind of a <laughs> chubby kid in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went on a field trip one time, and they ran out of lunches. Uh, they threw me over the boat because they couldn't feed me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Another callback from now three weeks ago. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Wrapping up hour two on this Tuna Tuesday. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. 407 916 star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Uh, people wanted to know where that video, they could see that video of the dad mm-hmm. taking out the peewee football player that we talked about in hour one. Um, MSNBC is where you can find it, unless maybe Tommy could find it somewhere and put it up on the hideout page mm-hmm. on realradio.fm. That'd be fantastic. Or even one of the heretics on hideoutheretics.net or fullballonids.com. Actually, there is a new poll up on hideoutheretics.net. What oh, is it? No. <laughs> is a picture of Lindsay Lohan's <clears throat> fire crotch real or photoshopped? Oh, the one you sent over to me? I'm convinced it's a Photoshop. Yeah? The only thing, I think it probably is too, but the only thing is they may have lightened certain areas just that so you darkened. can see it better yeah because I, I, sometimes i do that with the uh, pictures we take and i have to lighten certain things and if you're trying to lighten something that uh far away and where's it under what parts it under image and media all right so you're gonna go to have to go to images and media and sign in real fast i have a password and tyrone <laughs> the hell's wrong with you cough <laughs> cough all right, real or fake <laughs> picture of Lindsay Lohan's fire crotch. Hideoutheretics.net. Let me see here. There are the photos. Dude, I'm not buying First of all, 
if that is it, um, it's disgusting. There is something wrong with her nether region. The zoo's like flipping out over here looking at the pictures. Like he's never seen a naked girl. Oh, well, I guess he has. <laughs> but this is so cool. I hate you. I don't think it's real. And more and more as I look at Lindsay, dude, that is so not real. I mean, apparently it's her, her hoo-ha, or whatever you want to call it, whatever we have to say it is on the radio. But it doesn't look right down there. Let me go log in. In fact, it just... <laughs> J-dubs? Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody put on here. There's a nice reference to our old GM on there. It's true. And then they say fake like gazoo, so I don't know what that even means. LOL. <laughs> what? I hate him. LMAO. Isolate that, just for the hell of it. I'm going to vote Photoshopped. That's on hideoutheretics.net under images and media. I, I guess there's a chance you could see uh, Lindsay Lohan's... Uh, she is a dress, short sundress. She's getting off of a boat, and you can see her uh, her naughty bits. And I'm just not thinking it's real, but other people are buying it. If it is real, you think that's panties? Huh? That's, that's not pink panties, dude. That's not panties. That's you haven't seen any. Uh, get up on there. You get close to the picture. That's not panties. That isn't panties, dude. I don't see. Uh, yeah, I look. Yes, you do. You know how she's in a boat. You can kind of see a man. Yeah. Also. Lol. In the that's... boat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's butt cheek. <laughs> LOL. Dude, that ain't right. If that is her, something's wrong. If that is her, that's a man. <laughs> Look. Look at that. I hear you. I understand what you're saying. I don't think it's it. Dude, it looks so fake. It's not even close. And it's now disgusting to me now. It's in hideoutheretics.net over in the images and media section. Dude, I'm not buying it. It's just not happening. And people are saying, right now, people are all over Photoshop. I'm voto- voting option C. Doesn't matter, I'm still going to punch it? Mm-hmm. It's- LOL. That <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> um, Dove, since we're giving election results, and so far it looks like our boy uh, Chris, the hideout candidate, is in the lead. It looks like photoshopped when it comes down to Lindsay Lohan and the picture of her. The real election. The nether region. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, something that actually matters in your life. Here's a close-up, Matt. All right, people are trying to now describing the anatomy to it. I agree with what you're typing to me. I just can't say it on the radio. Mm-hmm. LOL. <laughs> Does anyone need any water? I can be right back. BRB. Ah, oh, Jesus. I hate you. What do you think, Matt? The, the more you inspect it, <laughs> it looks like something. Expert. I don't know what it looks like. What it, it looks sad. <sighs> I now want to know what. Right, come in here and write it down. What you think it looks like? I'm not sure it what like it looks years like. Of penicillin. It just looks sick. I, it's not right. It's crooked. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Let's go to Craig in the 386. What's up, Craig? What's going on, guys? Yeah. I heard uh, J-Dub's talking about Michigan mm-hmm. a couple of days back, and uh heard him say something about the Fallerville Fair, and I was wondering what high school they graduated no, from. Fallerville High School. Yeah, Dubs. The great old Fallerville High. Uh, who FHS. Are, who are the big names that come out of there, Dubs? Um, 
No one. All right. There's been no one that's come out of that school. Fair enough. Just you and Bike Curious BJ. Yep. I graduated from Howell. Oh, nice, Hal. <laughs> by the way, Hal, Michigan, when I was... Uh, Home of the Highlanders. Well, I, all right, I don't care about that. <laughs> but I was always told that it was the rally place for, for the KKK for the KKK in Michigan. True. He, he says uh, it's true. Fair enough, then. <laughs> oh, that and Kahakta. Uh, they, they quit doing it, but... Yeah, sure. It's just on the weekends. Mm. <laughs> all right, hey, thank, appreciate it, buddy. Later, bro. Yep. Uh, Michigan what? 407-916-1041. Yeah, Matt. I relook at the picture. It looks like the outline of Rhode Island. If you look at look at it like a, a silhouette of Rhode Island and yeah. look at that picture, it looks exactly like it. Of her, uh, I was gonna say the back of Garfield's head. If you look at a really bad picture, <laughs> or like a grainy one. You know what, dude? That's actually not as much as I would like to say. Hey, that's stupid. You're kind of right. I like lasagna too. Or it could look like that if you really want to get down to it. Or I Homer, don't. Or Homer's mouth if he had a stroke. <laughs> I'm sure we all we, we all have that photo on the on our MySpace front page. Of someone just sending mm. that over as a comment. Don't don't you? I know I do. Somebody sent that over to me. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh on Mike. LOL. Let's go. To, let's go to Mary in the 407. What's up, Mary? Oh my God! Please, okay, hold on, El Jefe, I love you. Mm-hmm. You're great. You make me laugh, but please stop saying LOL. That's yeah, not Hefe. me. Yeah, Hefe, no, stop. Stop. That's not me. That's the stupid intern, the Great Gazoo. That's not me. I didn't say the LOL. I just said isolate it. <laughs> LOL. That's not even close to me. I... Okay, well then, well then, just just stop that whole thing. I mean, just laugh. I mean, I'm, oh my God, that, that is driving me insane. I'm 26. I'm still LOL. technically sort of young, but oh my gosh, the LOL is driving me insane. It I, drives me and my little 17-year-old sister. Uh, I hear you. Thank you, sweetie. Hi. I appreciate it. Here's the thing, too. Was that LOL uh, lowercase or all uppercase? Because that's the difference in laughs. Yeah. yeah. It's well, not me. That, that, LOL. That and uh, what's the other one? Rolling on the floor laughing, yeah. so R-O-T-H, no, no R-O-T-F-L. Mm. Yeah. I just go har-har. <laughs> I type that out. Har-har-har. <laughs> JK. <laughs> I hate you, you cyberspeak. Here's the, oh, thing. Well. Here's the thing. This may be the funniest bit he's done, though. I don't know why, but with his little robotic voice... Um, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are saying this this isn't real. I'm willing to believe it. But here's the problem, though. And Tommy's it right. It just looks like she's stepping on, you know? And that's it why. Looks, I... It looks. It is so fake. It's not even close. I, it just looks like she's, like, walking odd, like, kind of stepping up and over to get out of the boat. Here's the problem, too. There are freckles everywhere, but. A lot of times. Well, no sun gets there. That doesn't matter. I bet Bicurious BJ has freckles there. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm just willing Why? to... Why? Why? I'm willing to throw that out. Looks like rotting cheese. <laughs> A rotting cheese log. All right. A lobster claw. <laughs> I mean, LOL. <laughs> Look at all just the criminal heretics online right now checking out this Photoshop of... Uh, Lindsay Lohan's nether region. Or a real picture. I mean, you decide. That's why the vote's up there on hideoutheretics.net. I think it's real. Just because she is stepping on. She's walking out weird. And there's been plenty of boob 
stuff uh, of her on there. Yeah, well, you, you know, you've seen plenty of nip slips and mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Let's go to John in the 407. What do you got, John? Hey, how you guys doing? Fantastic. You know what? I want the LOL to continue just to make everybody upset. It's just really <laughs> funny. It cracks me up when people call up and say, I don't like this. Isn't that fun? Stop no! it. Stop I it now. All right. <laughs> You're ruining my, my way home fun. <laughs> Shut um, up and listen. I less than three the hideout. <laughs> Woot. Do you know what that means? Yes. The less than three? The love. Heart. I, yeah. I heart the hideout. Har har. <laughs> Dork. Um, <laughs> I guess this guy got no run. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was sent to me by uh, a heretic. Let me read his email real fast. Let me find it. El Jefe at WTKS.com. Uh, El Jefe, this comes from in- Inspector Clouseau listening in Connecticut. Ooh. Who uh, found the show while he was down on a vacation? Started listening in January. Now listens on the uh, the uh, feed, RealRadio.fm, Real TV. And he goes, "How bad was this guy's timing? Snake got him on the same day as the Crocodile Hunters' demise, and he got absolutely no headlines at all. I guess it was a dude. Uh, pet python kills man in Indiana. Fourteen foot pet python crushed its owner to death. Good. Why do you have a, a big ass python living in your house? As it turns out, they say that this guy had 10 to 12 years' experience handling reptiles. LOL. (laughs) And uh, he ends up dying. So he had a lot of experience there, but nothing close to uh, what happened to... Dude, I can't believe the hype that's now continuing to go on around this Steve Irwin. We talked about it yesterday at our live broadcast out at uh, Sun on the Beach. It's ridiculous. You uh, you can listen to that. The fantastic commentary on the podcasting on iTunes. Go subscribe. It's free. I honestly thought it was just because it was Labor Day and there was really nothing else going on. They were giving barbecue tips and telling you about Steve Irwin. That's all they were doing yesterday. But it would continue today. Yeah. What's funny is that today I noticed on CNN how... The coverage is swinging, mm-hmm. and it is now um, like about the bad things that he's done and the dangling of the of the of the kid over the over the alligator and all that kind of stuff. And that's where now people, you know, that's where people have decided to focus. But uh, other than that, all right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Hey, by the way, too, I would like to find this out. What the hell happened uh, with Embark? DSL over the weekend. All I know is I was in hell all day today and yesterday. I think uh, we've lost power again. My chick says she lost power, so she was stealing from the neighbor, and now she's not online. So I'm going to assume that she lost power as well. Lost power Not overall? power, okay. but I guess the embark in the internet. What the hell's going on? I don't know. I called them this morning because I didn't have it, and uh, they, to- they told me a-, a big, long story, and it would be back on at 4. And that that really didn't work out either. Before the show, she was like, I guess something happened. They say it could be off from anywhere from 8P to 7A, I guess. So I'd really like some answers. Because all day yesterday, no possibility of getting online. Mm -mm. Problem is, uh, before we go off on this whole... uh, you know, monster crews. We got to set our lineups for fantasy football. So oh. I got I to gotta try to, you know, get our lineups up and going. No, you don't. <laughs> Good. No, you got you, yours is fine. Um, 
I'll set it for you. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> SD says don't even mention it. He's been on the phone with AT&T for over two hours now. Are they having problems, too? Where, well, where he is. That's crazy. There must be like some kind of sunspots or something going on with our satellites, with the DSLs. I don't know what's happening. But this is... Uh, dude, you never realize how dependent. I know. I had to actually watch a DVD porn today. Ugh. I'm an animal. All archaic. You want a couple gigs for my computer? Dude, you honestly don't know. Like, I we got so much done over the weekend, mm-hmm. just like cleaning up and stuff like that, because I couldn't sit there and waste time in front of the internet. I was like, oh, maybe I'll organize something. Like, if I didn't have internet and television, I'd be so much better of a human being. Oh, yeah. I get so much more done in life. It's a Hideout Road Radio with a 4.1. Well, BRB. Kicking off hour three in the hideout, Throw Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Um, What the hell happened to Chunks? <laughs> we were just thinking about that, me and Matt in, uh, in the studio here. And we sent him out for a tune of Tuesday where he'll go over to some different uh, establishment and turn all the radios in that establishment over to Real Radio 104.1 in the hideout and crank it up if you guys do that out there. Call in while you're doing it, win a prize. Right. Um, but we uh, we sent him out, what, an hour ago? Uh, at 45 the, minutes, an hour? At, at the very least. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to call that, and he's out there making the hideout money. We have half, uh, have half-eaten food from me and your excrement, mm-hmm. and he's trying to sell them both because we're hopping on this bandwagon now that Siri Cruz's bronzed bowel movement is being sold on eBay, and so is uh, Britney Spears' half-eaten food. I'm thinking, hey, let's hop on the bandwagon. Let's make a little cash. We're making night show money. I could use a little supplement for this big mm-hmm. monster cruise coming up. Well, got his voicemail. Uh-oh. What do you think happened? You car think it, accident. I'm guaranteeing car accident and he is hurt bad. We sent him out. We sent him out literally an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And usually he goes right somewhere right in the neighborhood, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't go very far away usually and he's got I'm sure he's he's you know like unconscious somewhere with this big filthy mitts on my uh, excrement. <laughs> and that's where he's going out. Petting it. What do you think happened to the kid? You think it's a car accident? I think so. Yes. And he'd usually answer his phone or something. Uh, Tommy, you and I guess you and Chunks have big news. I wanted to have him here uh, when I told you this, but I got some bad news for you. For who, me? I don't know how you're going to take it. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a little nervous because I know you've been having some bad luck recently. Ah, uh, boy. This is about me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say anything. I, I figured they should be the ones that tell you. Um, you've been replaced. I went shopping with chunks for clothes on Sunday. <laughs> Tommy, your shopping buddy, your man-on-man shopping buddy, has uh, been cheating on you with chunks. I'm devastated. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Tommy and I, when we first came down here, we had some bonding. We would go to Dillard's and uh, try and close and say, hey, what do you think? We, st- we stepped it up a notch and went to Kohl's because they had a Labor Day sale. I uh, got some new jeans and a nice button-up shirt. You whore. 
I'd come out and go, hey, buddy, how does this look? And I'd flex, and he'd be like, eh, I think it needs a little bit more pink in the stripes or hey, whatever. Can I tell you something really? Mm. Mo. I noticed Tommy shorts today. I'm like, those have to be new. <laughs> they are. You guys are so <laughs> I don't know why. You know why? Here's partly why. You know, sometimes I have to worry about that I'm you and I will accidentally match mm-hmm. dubs. Now I'm worried that Tommy and I could accidentally match. Tommy, come in here for the camera on Real TV, on Real Radio.fm, real fast. Well, today you and Chunks match. Both he, wearing the same shirt. Is he wearing his Predator shirt? Mm-hmm. By the way, I saw Brett Bushy today at basketball. Oh, he's back? He's back in town. His uh, lovely wife is about to give birth, so he's uh, hanging out. Tommy is wearing the Hefe uniform. Mm-hmm. The khaki cargo shorts. Oh, yep, that's, that's and, complete Hefe. And the hideout flag t-shirt. Looks better on me. But uh, <laughs> if we point the camera... That is my outfit. That is my uniform. I didn't realize Chunks and I were in the same thing. Yeah, and uh, it looks like we found Chunks. All right, hold on a second. Let me get the little open and then go ready to go uh, here in the hideout. Yo, yo, yo we're hitting the streets on a Tuna Tuesday. The hideout. Again, Tuna Tuesdays where you find a radio anywhere in public. You flip it to the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. And uh, expose the hideout to new people. Chunks. Hey. Where are you? I'm outside of the um, Starbucks on 434. What happened? Ran the radio from my car. What happened? First off, I decided I'd go to Circuit City. Mm-hmm. And you know how they have those wall setups for the um, for the audio? Yeah. But I guess I broke it. <laughs> And the guy got all pissed off at me because I was hitting different buttons trying to get those new fangled changes to work. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I could pull up was audio of a Rocky movie that was playing. <laughs> so then I'm like, all right, well, I'll just drive somewhere else real quickly. Guy comes out, almost hits me. I go off the road for a little bit, no big deal. I'm accelerating, right? Mm-hmm. The car ain't accelerating well. And smoke coming out of the car. <laughs> I overheat. And of course, like a dumbass, I you know, stop for over right there. LOL. I'm fun. Yeah. yeah. Go. Stop pull over right there. And, you know, I can't set the car out because it's overheating. They got to walk to a gas station. First gas station doesn't seem to carry any freezers. I guess it's Florida, and they don't really need it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm getting an echo from my car. An echo? 15 seconds behind or ahead. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on right now. All the meanwhile, my car is stewing with your guys' wonderful products that you're trying to sell. All right, what are you out there? I'm looking. Have you sold either one of them yet? My half-eaten food or Dubs' uh, waste? No, it's not really looking that well. I got these preppy people, I guess, at Starbucks who are too good for it. <laughs> Whatever. They're too good but, uh, for my uh, deuce? No, man, I don't think they want it. Then the car ain't working. Does somebody need to come pick you up? No, man. I've, I've, got, gonna... I've got your selling line. Do you want to buy a deuce from a deuce? Who used to be heard on the Deuce Deuce? <laughs> hey, stop us, people! Listen to this! <laughs> you wanna buy this? It's a Deuce from the Deuce! <laughs> it's Boo! <laughs> He's lost me. it. You know what? what? Here you go! Alright, listen. Don't throw yeah. it at him! Don't. I threw it! 
Yeah, it's poo. Go look at it. It's poo poo. Not in the mood right now. You got any antifreeze? There it is. Go get it if you don't believe me. I almost cussed it. I almost cussed it. Oh, yeah, I never heard his story. But nobody cares if it's straight out here. LOL. And if somebody went to pay me $100, I'd just go buy some antifreeze anyway. Tell them if they don't like how it smells, uh, don't worry about it. It's just been in your car for a while. All right, Chunks, do me a favor. And a bitch. <clears throat> go ahead and go try to sell the uh, half-eaten food or the, uh, the waste so you can get your uh, antifreeze. I don't oh, know if that's well. necessarily going to work. Why not? Because these people aren't buying it. They're just staring at me. Like a nut, because I'm out here like a nut running around. All right. And a stupid, stupid, ah, shoot. Wow, I almost said it. Ah, my ankle. How did you hurt your ankle? Did you fall? Uh, I kicked the car. All right. I chunked it. I get $1,500 in this Son of a bitch, you! Yo, yo, we're hitting the streets on a tuna Tuesday. The hideout. LOL. Yeah, who said that? Is that Gazoo? Yeah, LOL. That's funny thing, Gazoo. Sit on all your little throne back there in your little box. LOL. You know, you can even drink coffee cups so I get another memo for it about crap in the studio. Is that English? Carl? LOL. Hey! Is it alright if I put water in it? Alright, man. No, no, sure. no, no. No, I'm not, I'm not letting you go, okay? I just have one more question for you. LOL. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why do we send chunks out? I don't know. Every time. He can't handle it. He's not well under pressure. Holy Christ. Uh, 407. I guess somebody go help chunks. Where is he? We got Striker in the 407. We got Striker. Hey, it's... Oh. You're on the air. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're on the air. All right. You there? Cut that bitch off! Oh, he says Next he can take car. care of Chunks' car. So. Uh, too bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to let him go. What the heck? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, good luck finding Chunks. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout. Road Radio 104.1, Dubs. Uh, this is hour three on this Tuna Tuesday. Chunk somewhere out there with a smoking car. He just ruined uh, Tuna Tuesday. Mm-hmm. For, for the second week in a row. Uh, let's see here. Going through things that I know I wanted to talk about. Talked about me being, uh, being psychic. Mm-hmm. In case you did miss that, I called the Steve Irwin thing and him dying. The crazy. This is on Friday night. The crazy phones don't stop. There, there's actually people calling up with the name Crazy now. It's. <sighs> it's just that night in the high uh-huh. You know what? And I don't even want to sound like creepy or anything. Someone's gonna die this weekend. <laughs> I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I I called it, and it happened. Uh, once again, proving my abilities are more than that of an orator, but also one of a psychic. Orator uh, sounds dirty. A medium, if you will. Uh, so we talked about that. The live broadcast last night was a blast and a success. Thank you to the boys from Sun on the Beach. I'm going to be honest with you, not quite the crowd 
that we had the first go round. A number of factors. They only had a week to uh, promote it. It was Labor Day night. FSU versus Miami. Yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations FSU. Oh, sorry about that, EJ from the U. Mm. My apologies. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but still, nonetheless, the women's erotic wrestling was a blast. Daniel and Blackbeam were so much fun last night. Um, speaking of EJ from the U real fast, uh, Heretic Ralph came in. Uh, he was at Heretic Hoop It Up on Saturday morning. We do that every Saturday morning at 11 o'clock at the park over on Red Bug Lake Road. And Jimmy Jam took a swing at EJ from the U. Why? To fight. Jimmy Jam is the president of the Heretics versus EJ from the U, one of the better known Heretics. Because it was a pick and roll, mm-hmm. and I told EJ to fight through the pick, which was set by Jimmy Jam. Well, when you fight through the pick, that means, hey, we're not going to switch. You just got to get around the pick, you know, pick yeah. up your guy. Well. He took that as bowl him over? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy Jam then took a swing at EJ. Uh, I guess he connected, and EJ laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jimmy Jam just yelling and screaming, getting gangster on EJ. And it was really uncomfortable for about two minutes or so. Had you already left Heretic Ralph by that time? No. Uh, you were you're there. St- you're still there? Is that, did I pretty much explain it correctly? Yep, yeah, pretty much. All right. So <laughs> that's what it ended up, ended up happening. And, um, yeah, El Ross says, be sure to mention Jimmy Jam's tough guy fight talk. What was he saying? He just got real boys in the hood. You of course. Know me. Every time any white kid starts getting into a fight, he has to try to be black. I don't understand it. I don't understand where the uh, why you have to change exactly how you normally speak to fight. Yo, what the hell? Man, I ain't going there like that. What, what are you doing, B? Break yourself, fool! Uh, but that's what it turned into. And I, something about a baseball bat and hitting him with a baseball bat. <laughs> I did hear that. Changing up sports for some reason. It was funny as hell, though, man. I couldn't believe it. And EJ just kind of laughed because EJ towers over him, you know. But apparently Jimmy Jam sent over an apology letter uh, on Hideout Heretics. <laughs> on HideoutHeretics.net. I tried to get EJ to read it on the air, but he wouldn't. I'm like, why are you being a puss? I heard That's EJ why you guys w- lost by three points. I heard EJ laughed at his computer. I'm sure maybe that, too. Let's go to Annie in the 407. What's up, Annie? Hi, guys. How are you? Fantastic. And you? I'm doing wonderful tonight. Good. I was just wondering if you guys had any ideas for any celebrities that you would like to see die so that we could get Steve Irwin back. No, we don't do lame bits. (laughs) Yes, we do. Oh, please. We've done something incredibly similar to that, if not more. No, we don't do lame bits. Uh... (laughs) Trust me. <laughs> Tony in the 407. Hey, I don't want to sound weird or anything, but chunks are going to swallow some man babies. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to be careful with that bit. Yes. Right, people say rename it Heretic, put him up. Well, we got the uh, man who wanted to put him up, Jimmy Jam. Jam. Hey, hi, that was up, guys. Um, so... Will you read the letter that you wrote to EJ from the U that you sent over as a private message on hideoutheretics.net? I don't even think, uh, uh, I don't think I have it right now. <laughs> did you uh, Did you or did you not try to get all gangster? Oh, yeah, I tried to be nice. El Presidente tried to, you know, keep the middle ground and stuff. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know I was trying to bitch down or anything, but I mean, I thought it was kind of mean of me to to be all, like, out of my, how I usually am, and I'm usually nice to all the heretics word. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, word. That's LOL. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got a little mad. I mean, 
come on. I mean, he's been rehabbing that, uh, that, that injury for a long time he's been talking about. Now he's coming back out of rehab so he can hold your jock. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, that's the thing, too. I don't is know what that, you're talking well, about. Well, they're just, they say that the only reason EJ comes out is so he can get quality time with me. Well, I don't dispute that. Uh, yeah. I mean, but and we're all here to play basketball, though. That's mm-hmm. part of the fun of it. it quality was, time is fun. It was very uh, uncomfortable when the, uh, when the fight went down, and I'm a little disappointed that EJ wouldn't read the letter on the air. Who would you have uh, chosen in the fight over you? Yeah. If they... Okay, let's not turn this gay. <laughs> Was a fight over you, Hefe? Were you in the middle of a love triangle? I suggest they race cars over a, a cliff. <laughs> you hold you your can, hanky. Yeah, Heavenly you, kid? You can ready, like, ready, set, go! <laughs> Did you take a swing at EJ, Jimmy Jam? Uh, he, he's saying I took a swing, but I, if I took a swing, there'd be some blood. <laughs> All right. LOL. 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 <laughs> But the janitor at my high school who drives the same car as EJ also wears a Miami shirt, so now I call him EJ from the U. Oh, ouch. <laughs> All right, thank you. you. Did you say high school? Mm, I guess. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Steve Irwin, you're in the hideout. Oh, God. Well, hello there, you Oh, God, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. <laughs> would, would have been funnier if it was just a dial tone yeah. or if it was just, I'm dead. <laughs> just that. That's all you need. Our people want arm wrestling for custody, just like an over-the-top. <laughs> Between each day from the original. Strap him up! <laughs> <laughs> Why hey. do I remember that? <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a perfect piece of cinema. Hey, going back to this for a second. You know what? And I don't even want to sound oh. like creepy or anything. Someone's going to die this weekend. <laughs> That's me calling the Steve Irwin death on Friday night before it happened. Um... I'm getting word the second of the three deaths, because it always happens in threes. Oh, no. The pink monster. <gasps> Chunks his car. LOL. There is the second. And if there is going to be a third, if this is that uh, it always comes in threes rule, we may have him on the line. Okay. Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary. Good evening. How are you gentlemen tonight? Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Did you have a nice Labor Day? Yeah, it was a blast. We were out at uh, Sun on the Beach. I missed that. I, was y'all on the radio? It was on the air. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I, I missed the first sleep. Uh-huh. I, I understand, Sir Gary. Sir Gary, uh, are you going on the Monster Cruise with us? Uh, if if, uh, if there wasn't too much money, I'd probably go. Oh, it was uh, for, I think there's a discount. Now, Sir Gary, did you yeah. have a big Labor Day dinner? Uh, it's a pretty big uh, Labor Day dinner. What would you eat? Had um corn dog, corn dog, spaghetti, spaghetti and meatballs. Did you have any uh, Burger King? Yes. Uh, no, no Burger King. Damn it. Hmm, that's too bad. What kind of corn dog? Do you get the Texas State Fair corn dogs? Uh, yes, sir. That's fantastic, Sir Gary. Where are you going to be on Wednesday and Sunday? Uh, this come, well, tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. I'll be at the Bible Wednesday evening Bible study at New Hope Urban Baptist Church on West Ray Road, Marine Garden, where there's been Baptist as a pastor. And, uh, then this next Sunday morning at 10.30, I'll be there for the Sunday morning worship service. I just want to kiss you. We hope everybody's back to church. West Ray Road, we're going to get back to the Thank you, Sir Gary. I want you to have a fantastic week. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Cress's neck. Your ribs are strong. Bipolar Steve says, I don't trust you guys anymore. Why? You love setting your fans up, don't you? No. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. No. I asked him a question today. 
And he was like, no, I don't trust you. I go, we're not even on air. I didn't ask you a question about something. He's like, no, forget it. Uh, Dubs, how about this? How about we settle it with a little heretic boxing? I would love that. EJ from you versus Jimmy Jam. Mm. Could we make it happen? What do you think? I think so. Or if nothing else, we can figure out something else for these boys to work out their problems. Well, just make uh, make uh, EJ comfortable. We have to get two other fights so he can be third on the card. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also went to go see Irrational over the weekend. Our buddies Irrational down at the House of Blues. How was it? Fantastic. Yeah? They're such a good band. It was them, Dead Star Rising, and uh, Crossbreed at the House of Blues Saturday night. And it was a very fun time. Speaking of EJ, I guess it was kind of a double date with me and my chick and his and his. Ooh. His and his, yeah. Sexy. His chick. And I uh, ate over at the House of Blues, so that was a lot of fun. Did you do anything this weekend at all? No. You really didn't, did you? Uh, no, I did nothing. Absolutely nothing. You... I played some, uh, I, I rented a new game for my Xbox 360. You already done with Madden? No, I just figured I wanted to jump on something else. I, I just got this uh, 360. I wanted to try a different game out that I haven't, it was a racing game where you can shoot the other cars and everything. Pretty fun. That's what you did this yeah. weekend? that's what I did. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, that's all I did. Did you get any physical activity or anything? No. Am I talking? Are we talking to Matt or Dubs? <laughs> I don't. I think Matt probably did more. Probably. I bought luggage. No. Ooh, look at you. Mm. For what? One thirty in the morning for the monster cruise. Duh. Why? He needs luggage. We're going on a cruise. You need a duffel bag. I don't have that. You don't even have a duffel bag. Dude, I have uh, trash bags. He does. He honestly has trash bags. <laughs> Not one gym bag. No. Uh, I guess not. Look at him. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen him. He's got a gym towel that he got for free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nuts. Do you know that's why they said like things like standardized tests, like the SAT and stuff, are biased? Because a lot of times they'll say, all right, what is it appropriate for you to pack your bags in? And it'll, you know, it'll have, you know, suitcase, um, briefcase, mm -hmm. you know. And for a lot of people of color... And listen, I'm not going to say it's just you, because I've been there. We tend to pack things in trash bags. And I'm, Why? I'm not sure. I don't know. It and seems that, easy. You always end up with bugs in any of your, your stuff if you're doing any kind of long haul. Chiggers? Don't be, don't be racist. racist. Not, not, <laughs> how does that immediately pop into your head? <laughs> because here's the, maybe here's where it is. You can get a, what, 32-gallon trash bag? Yeah. Like 16 of them for, like, 8 bucks. And you're thinking, this seems like an easy way to pack clothes and linens and and things, essentially. And they said that's one of the reasons why it could be biased, is that a lot of, you know, people of color but end you, up using trash bags as opposed to you know suitcases. You know you're taking a test at that point. You know what the appropriate answer is. Oh, maybe not. Yeah. Yes, you do. Maybe not in a place like El Paso or Detroit. Hmm. Maybe it's just completely different. Don't assume. Were you ever giving... Now, obviously, you thought about this. You didn't want to go on the monster cruise with your trash bags and stuff? No, I did. That was just an embarrassment. <laughs> what kind of luggage did you buy? Actual uh, suitcases or did you I, just buy a gym bag? What he quoted to me was, the biggest, cheapest thing I could find. And that's what I go for, too. I only, I'm I look only... for a date. <laughs> What did you end up finding? You're really cracking that up over there, apparently. On Walmart. I found it in Walmart. Good. 40 bucks. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah, you did pay a lot. How big is it? It's... I know you got big clothes, but I don't think they would assume or translate into what you need to pack. 
It's pretty. It was the biggest thing they had. Right. It's like three feet by. Listen, two I, and a half. I, I on, bastard by a cedar chest. Can you like, <laughs> drag that thing on there? <laughs> I honestly wish that, like, because I think we're all kind of going up together. And so Russ Woo. walks up with his nice luggage, and mm-hmm. I'm sure all the guys from the monsters, and I even have some decent stuff. Not me. And there's Matt with his trash bags. I so wish. With my flight ticket on it. You could. <laughs> for past trips. What did you get? What did you do when you flew up to uh, Maryland over the uh, vacation? I took chunks. Oh. I borrowed his luggage. Oh my god! Never use the trash bags. You could use them for both a bathing suit and luggage. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, and I know that uh, Tommy says that he um and has a new shopping partner in chunks. Mm-hmm. Here are we ten actually th- uh, hung out Saturday night too. <laughs> Here are ten things you need in your closet. Apparently. Chunks. Um, <laughs> an overnight bag is one of them. That is one of the things you never know when you're going to have to take off for a couple of days. you got to have an overnight bag. A medium with tie. You, did you bring nice clothes for the monster cruise and the captain's dinner? I got new mesh shorts. <laughs> I have a white shirt. Does that, that count? That's your work shirt. Yeah. Do you have a tie? No. You're going to have to wear a tie. you got to go buy a tie. That's room service night. Dude, that's when they serve the best food. The captain's dinner. Is it free? Well, yeah, is it free? Dude, I can, yeah, I think so. I can give you a nice tie. <laughs> It'll, <go laughs> It'll look up. like a bow tie. Right. It'll go up to about midway, but I mean, you could show Aren't all yours it. clip-ons? No, they're already pre-tied from my dad tied them in high school. Oh, that's right. From high school. <laughs> do you wash them? No, you don't wash ties, do you? I mean, if you spill something on me, you do, but you know, yeah, other than that, That's no. where you get colored ones. Yeah. Um... Mm-hmm. Okay. A three-button navy suit you gotta have, black lace-ups, white t-shirts, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, one set of cedar shoe trees. What are those? I'm assuming to keep your uh, something that you put up your your shoes on to keep them like filled out uh-huh. in nice shape. Uh, a pair of dark jeans, sunglasses, a lightweight cashmere V-neck sweater, and white Oxford button-down shirt. Do any of us have any of that? I have, I think, three items on that list. I have sunglasses. I've got I have the uh, medium with tie. I've got that. I don't. I have the overnight bag. I've got that. I have the uh, black lace-ups. And I have the white t-shirts. I have the white. And I, oh, and I have the dark pair of jeans. Well, I, I differ from you, and I have the white Oxford button-down shirt. I don't have that. And a cashmere V-neck sweater that doesn't fit. <laughs> that too from high school. I don't throw away any of my clothes. I'm still wearing South Grand Prairie versus North Grand Prairie T-shirts around the house. How much time do we have? We got time. We have time. Yeah. All right. Do you want to hear a conversation on the phone? Uh oh. First, start off the chunks. Yeah. And let's add to that mix a very drunk Wild Bill from Sales. You guys gonna have fun. Update from the scary son of a bitch bitch. that works in the third floor. Wild Bill from Sales. Hey. Hey, gentlemen. Bill. The demons confuse themselves on the way to the studio. Bill, I'm not really in the mood for your kooky talk. I've been dealing with it all day. What? What do you mean, what? I've been dealing with kooky talk all day. I know where you live, Chunk. Do you? Good. Then blow my house, for God's sake. I gotta give a damn at this point. How's your day going? Because I get a chance not going like mine. 
But no, it's way to put me on with the other nut. What, Bill? What? <laughs> oh. What? What do you want, Bill? Who are, who are, you, who are you yelling at? Bill, what do you want? Oh, I don't think you know who you're yelling at. <laughs> oh, you want to turn on me? Let me tell you a little story, Bill. So I go out to do some real bit that involves goo and eating chicken. I end up getting my car put back, uh, start jumping around outside of my car, and uh, unfortunately, the new credit card, which I just received in the mail because my other one was taken from me, fell out in the hubbub. But you want to know it gets a little bit better. I go to Walmart. Of course, I don't have my card to pay for the antifreeze to fix my car. And I get back, and the credit card's gone, and the bag of goo that I threw was uh, released on my car. So how's that for a story, Bill? We'll work it out. Just make a list. We will work it out. Just make a list. That's the way to do it. Bill, I'm not in the mood right now. That's the way to do it. Just create a list. Bill, why did you call? I'm running the phone with you. I don't want to be surprised when I'm talking to you. Got yeah. a glass that I want. Quit crying. I put a bottle of wine and maybe a shot of Jack. We'll work it out one thing at a time. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what you, you're saying mean with the demons and we'll work it out. It's not a TV sitcom, man. <laughs> oh, Chugs. You hear my car, people? Yeah, it's beeping. It's dying. This is phase one of the program. You're doing very well. What the hell are you talking about, program? You hear my car beeping? It came down to four and died just like all the other old people. I am going to introduce you to remote viewing. What the hell are you talking about? You retard signal ass! I'm in a rush here! Remote viewing, Chucks. What the hell does that even mean? Past, present, or future. You can fix all your problems. LOL. <laughs> LOL. Bill, you know what my car smells like right now? LOL. Because I tell you what, it ain't standard issue pine tree that you get at 7-Eleven. It's due. It LOL. It's not happening, man. There's nothing to do inside the dark building that works in this dying shit. If we're out of state, they're about to send me to my best one. Chunks, you should have been in the past. What LOL. the hell does that mean? <laughs> this is a crime leap, dude. I wish it was. I wish I could have the body of some hot chick and be great and look at myself in the mirror all day and play with my boobies. But I can't. LOL. This is reality. I'm stuck with a different type of boobies. <laughs> Dude, that's okay. You're only a few steps away. You're doing fine. Look, just create a list. We'll get together tomorrow. Bill, I'm I think the steps I'm on are the different, uh, different than the ones you're on. I'll tell you that for I'm sure. I'm not even going to charge you. You're not going to charge me what? <laughs> you couldn't charge me because my new credit card just got lifted. Bill? Hello, well. So let me tell you a little bit about what I go through during the day. Is that all right? You got a few minutes? Go ahead. Yeah? You just call me Goathead? I said, I said go <laughs> ahead. That's funny. Let me tell you a little bit how it goes. Get this out eight or nine or so. All right, more like 11. You know that. This is a class in, in the studio, in the green room. It's not mine. I don't drink coffee back there with tea, but no, it's mine. 
because I am the cause of all evil, apparently. All mean, sticky bad things. So I gotta go out and spend thirty-two dollars because this crazy Florida has seven percent tax on a Bissell, which I know isn't gonna work because I couldn't just find a standard issue Bissell. I gotta find one that's metric somehow. It's not gonna work, and it's sitting in the back of the green room and it'll probably be broken by tomorrow. But you know what? I'm used to it because I sit there during the day talking to a grape. That's my entertainment. LOL. You are over-modulating. Don't get me started on over-modulating right now, Bill. My heart just can't take it. It's not in the it's right place. It's See, you look at you when you talk. It's dieting that's messing you up. You need to you need to go out and get a big, fat, greasy cheeseburger, Mr. Chunks. That's your answer. That's your answer. Everything I told you is to get a nice big burger. I took you to Burger King drive-thru. It's going to make my life better, right? Yeah. You know you want to. You know you want to. I'm just trying to help out. I tell you what, I would if my car would make it. Bill? You know... Let's be honest with each other. One of these days you're going to come in and you're going to kill me. And it'll be a bad day for some. Maybe my parents. I know no one else would care. But to everyone listening, this is kind of my last plea. This could be my last farewell because you're a freaking psycho. Do you know that, Bill? You're nutty. Nobody knows who the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Bill, I'm sorry. I have no idea why you are so upset. All I know is you are taking some kind of African... I'm not going to go into it. All right. It's not... Something is wrong with you. <laughs> Something is Something wrong is with wrong me. With, Something, Something is wrong, is wrong with, with me. You. Something is it's wrong. It's coming with from you. a guy who's got a smiley face name tag. No, there's nothing wrong with me. LOL. I'm perfectly sane, and I know that sounds crazy because I talk to a great that's been with it. Are you guys still talking? Why? Right, hold on a second. Something is wrong with you. It's the Hideout Low Something Radio 104.1. Uh, um, what? Something is wrong with you. What? Something is wrong with Kazoo. What? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you. Hold on a second. Chunks, I, yes. I couldn't really decipher. Are you telling me that your new credit card got stolen? Yes. Did you see Tommy hand me a package today in the office? I saw you take out a new credit card from Capital One. Which I placed in my pocket. You better off without credit card. Apparently after account. my card broke down... And I ranted and was jumping around, kicking the car. It fell out of my pocket. Because it is no longer in my pocket. LOL. I'd like to, I'd like to break in and say something. I, I don't want to use my time now. Okay. Yes. Credit cards are not good. They are actually a part of the New World Order. It's a part of enslaving people. You know what? It's actually a great thing that you do not have your credit card. Why is and that? All right. <laughs> All right, Chunks, you need anything? No, man, I think I'm good. Okay. I just want to see it. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> you don't think he needs a ride or something? <laughs> Jesus. He's going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Actually, we have something more important to get to. All right, so his car broke down. Mm-hmm. Um, We sent him out to do Tuna Tuesday. He screwed that up. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been able to sell my half-eaten food or the uh, poo mm-hmm. that you were trying to have him sell because of the Siri Cruz eBay thing and also now the Britney Spears half-eaten food that was sold on eBay. 
He jumps up and down like a maniac, <laughs> and his credit card falls out of his pocket, which, by the way, uh, you know it's in his pocket in his cargo pants because he doesn't own a wallet. No. It's a wad of receipts, dollar bills, and licenses and credit cards. <laughs> That's what he, he has. has. No one to blame but himself. He has a nest in his it pants. Is. It is. It's a nest. And that's exactly what happened. And now he's somehow mad at us and Wild Bill. I'm a little taken aback and shocked. After everything we've done for this kid. And he went out to do a tune at Tuesday and failed, but I guess we have uh, someone on the line that wants to do a good one. All right, we'll take a break. Come back with that next. Right. Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Still upcoming Tommy's Top 20. Let's wrap it up, Hour 3 in the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Uh, 407 888-978-1041, Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, Dubs, it's a tune at Tuesday here in the Hideout, and uh, I guess we got an update here. Yo, yo, we're hitting the streets on the tune at Tuesday, the Hideout. Heavy Money in the 863. What's up, Heavy Money? Hey, how you doing tonight, guys? What you got? I just wanted to step up and be someone tonight. What'd you do? Well, I'm an over-the-road trucker, and I came into the Publix warehouse over here in Lakeland. Mm-hmm. And as I was punching my card to get my trailer in, I seen that the dispatch council had a, a stereo system set up that they play like over the whole over the whole place. Uh huh. So the, 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 the dispatcher walked away to go get my card signed. And I stuck behind the counter and put 104.1 on, and it's being broadcasted now for about 2,000 workers. It's in the guard shack. It's it's at the fuel pumps. It's, it's being played everywhere. You're as, a- I was, as I was walking out of the warehouse, I see all the forklift drivers stopping and staring up at the speakers, going, "What are they playing here?" Uh, it's fantastic. Awesome. You're, You're a winner. That's the way you do it. Tune it Tuesday here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hold Us- on, my friends. Usually we like to hear you do it. And turn it up, but that kind of thing, you know, we understand. Yeah, I understand. But uh, next go around, Mac, give him the prize now for uh, being somebody. And uh, tune it Tuesday. Still got about an hour left in that. If not, always set your schedule for next week. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Dubs did not realize Orlando is in the top ten cities for job hunting. Really? When I moved down here. My chick had a hell of a time finding a job. My chick has had a hell of a time finding a job. I, I wonder, I guess it doesn't matter what kind of job, though, you know. there's a, It is a service area, so I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of those type of jobs. Orlando, number four, behind Vegas, Phoenix, and Washington, D.C. being number one. D.C. was a very easy place to find a job. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville of the Florida uh, cities also made it into the top ten. D.C. very easy. Number Still, eight. Matt couldn't find a job there. Didn't look. Had a hell of a time here. Uh, had to, uh, thanks to Manhole, mm-hmm. our uh, former intern. Well, it's hard when you have, like, no resume. Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely just useless. 21 years old, never worked. Never collected that paycheck. He went to a job interview once. Mm-hmm. I was telling him, uh, a little proud of him, though, he's going to uh, finally end up leaving here with uh, somewhat of a resume. Something. You know, got steak and shit. You'll be able to dish, uh, wash dishes everywhere in the country now. Well, he's and gonna, make shakes. He's going to have... Are you getting Ooh. moved up? Are you getting the promotion? Maybe. Um, <laughs> LOL. He's going to have steak and shake. He's going to have Halloween Horror Nights. Mm. He's going to have the hideout. 
Before you know it, he's actually may uh, be a man. I might be a human. At some point. <laughs> Maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, Dubs, I guess a new study came out. And essentially, because they were talking about Labor Day mm. and what the origination uh, or the origins were of Labor Day, it was basically a working man's holiday. And eventually it got, everybody was like, all right, let's go ahead and do this. We'll make it for everybody. Now they say, um, more than ever, government statistics show that more than ever, the typical family works about 500 hours more a year than families did 30 years ago. I believe that. Because it takes two incomes to make it now. Even so, family incomes are failing to keep pace with the cost of living. Let me tell you about a fantastic show I want everyone to watch, at least on your DVR on the weekends like I am. 30 Days with Morgan Spurlock. Uh, Spurlock yeah, of, the guy from Super Size Me. Yeah, I actually rewatched Super Size Me. It was on over the weekend, and I rewatched it. It's such a good show, or movie, documentary. And then this 30 Days. I actually watched the one today of him and his wife trying to survive on minimum wage. I did see bits and pieces of that one. That was our uh, first season, right? I believe it was maybe even the pilot mm -hmm. episode, the original episode. I believe yeah. I did see that one. I saw that one. I saw... I saw the one where he went to prison. Yeah, I've seen that. I watched that one last night. Great ass shot in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yum. I went shopping this weekend. And then also, too, and that doesn't help. <laughs> I gotta shut up. <laughs> also, too, I saw the episode where the guy has his job outsourced to India. I watched the mm. atheist move in with the uh, ultra-Christian family. Uh, there was another great episode. Oh, the Minuteman who moves in with, an, with uh, some illegal immigrants in, in California. It is such a good show, and the reason I think it's such a good show is the fact that it's, it, I've always talked about perspective, and it's so easy for people to talk all sorts of trash when they haven't been in someone else's shoes. But as soon as you get that perspective of what it's like for people in India, mm -hmm. what it's like for people making minimum wage, what it's like for a Christian. Now, do you think when the cameras turned off and everything... Uh, that Minuteman called all of his friends and got those people shipped right back. Well, he he was very blatant in saying, I would like to have all you guys go away. I'm going to live here now, but I'd love for all of you guys. I'm like, I'm torn because I want to call in at INS right now. He cried at the end. It was so funny. That's what SD said. <laughs> it was funny watching him. Did Why did he cry? Well, he actually... When you move in with a family or you move in with people, you you know, even if it's only 30 days, you really get to know them, and they almost kind of become your family. And so he really... Even if I left my family, I wouldn't cry. I'd be just doing jumping jacks. I get to finally go home. You're heartless. Let's just go ahead and take you out of the equation for anything okay. that would be human being-like. Okay. Because you're... Any kind of a regular emotion. Your chick left for, what, three days this week? Mm -hmm. And you care less. No, I, I, I'm relieved. <laughs> Thank God. Some peace and quiet. No lists. Of Just haunting me every goddamn day. Oh, that's what my ex used to do. Lists all the time of stuff I had to get done. There's lists about lists. Saying, hey, I have to make a list for the weekend. What's on your list? Nothing. Well, nothing that I've seen yet. You don't think she left something for you Probably, somewhere? Probably, but oh. I, I'll ignore it like I always do. Hold on, I'm going to text message her so she doesn't Stop forget. it right now. My ex was so neurotic about having to cross stuff off lists that I wrote, I wrote down on there one time, oral. <laughs> and she was so pissed because she was kind of OCD and she had to complete her lists that she begrudgingly performed that act and then immediately scolded me afterwards. <laughs> How dare you, don't ever, don't ever do, do that again. <laughs> I know. 
you got to break the cycle, and if that if you know you can piss her off some way, you just keep on doing it. But anyway, I'm telling you guys, DVR this. Uh, I don't know if the second season's already over or what's going on, but you got to watch this 30 days. I would have gotten really dirty with it. I would have done stuff that I'm not even into just to watch <laughs> her do it. Hey, you know what I think about Wild Hog brings up a good point. The working man doesn't even get Labor Day off anymore. Mm-mm. Like, they're the only ones who are working on Labor Day. Yeah, white collar gets it off. Blue collar, uh, most of them uh, still have to work. Yeah. Just a couple of facts for you. The Census Bureau reported that the median incomes for working-age families were down again for the fifth straight year. The Pew Research Center released an extensive survey on public attitudes toward the economy. Most people believe that they were better off a generation ago on every key dimension of worker life. Yep. Be it wages, benefits, retirement plans, on-the-job stress, loyalty shown by the employers... It's actually all that true that we were better off a generation ago. That's what happens when you don't you don't make anything anymore. We don't make anything. We just sell. Those in a position to capture those astronomical incomes are awarding themselves even a larger share of the national economic pie. Meanwhile, ordinary jobs, uh, incomes, job security, health uh, security, retirement, they're all eroding. And nobody's causing a fuss, dude. Um, polls show that people want uh, more reliable wages, pensions, health insurance, but too many people have given up on the idea that the political process can be used to restore the American dream. And even, too, in here in the hideout, I kind of I love talking about politics and stuff like that. Uh-oh, text message from... Tell Justin the lists will be ready by tomorrow. I'm going to beat your ass. Sorry. But just so you know, so you have peace of mind, they're, they're ready. I'm going to give you and her a stunner. Ugh. Mm. But you know, people shopping afterwards. But, but people, <laughs> people hate us talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a great many middle class and poor Americans have given up on politics, and you can see that the economic elite are invested in politics as never before. So as a turn, like you don't want to hear about how bad your life is because maybe you already know it, mm-hmm. but you. Nobody's doing anything about it. And they almost kind of feel helpless where corporations just getting richer and the poor getting poor. Middle class is eroding, becoming more of a uh, lower class. That's the system we set up. Can't bitch about it now. Look it worked out great for a while, but Listen, hey. I don't want to sound like a communist because I don't believe communism works. <clears throat> But there is something definitely wrong with capitalism. Could we agree? Of course. Could we agree? There, there are flaws in every single system. You just gotta I take agree. The... I'm going to punch you in your head. <laughs> you big, fat, stupid intern head. I thought Never we... interrupt the legend. <laughs> I thought we agreed to keep their mics sorry, turned down. I'm sorry, I agree. I thought we agreed to turn keep their mics turned down, Tommy. <laughs> it is turned down. God damn it. Does he think we're joking? We're not real interested in you right now. Shut up. Is this part of being funny? Is this with the humor? You're better when you're rattling off um, letters. LOL. That's when you're good. It's a hideout roll radio 104.1. Hour four. It's the hideout roll radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. 
I got an ca- uh, email from our uh, program director, Catherine Brown, last night, or this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, she loved the broadcast last night out at uh, Sun on the Beach for women's erotic wrestling and uh, extreme midget wrestling. And she also found it very funny that after we had just gotten done talking about women's erotic wrestling, we had a very serious... Uh, here, I'll read the email. Actually, okay. they got it from her. El Jefe at uh, realradio.fm. E-L-J-E-F-E. Two Fs. And an H. Um, it cracked me up. You guys are sitting around last night, having just finished watching erotic wrestling and awaiting midget cage match wrestling, and you're talking about meaningful relationships with Daniel and Blackbeam. <laughs> Too funny. Good show. <laughs> for our program director. Um, I, that didn't even enter my mind. I didn't even think about the irony of that. <laughs> and just having an incredibly candid discussion last night mm-hmm. with uh, with Blackbean, who just got engaged. And everybody talking about their love for their woman. And I'm just talking about how much I hate mine. All right. Now, I don't know if you've ever wanted, um, like, if you've ever had this conversation. All right. But ten questions to ask your unfaithful spouse. All right. Uh, here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pretend to be your chick. Okay. All right, Dubs? And uh, she's asking me these questions because I cheated on her. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> what did you say to yourself that gave you permission to get involved? She wanted it. <laughs> and uh, and now, are, is I this... don't feel remorse for anything. Is this a shoot? No, is this, this what is ser- Well... All right, if I probably would try to sugarcoat it more, but this is definitely the truth. After the first time you had sex, did you feel guilty? Yes. Briefly. <laughs> Very briefly. Again, I am playing the role of Dubs' chick. And then I fell asleep. Uh, I'm playing the role of Dubs' chick, and Dubs is playing the role of him. These are ten questions to ask your unfaithful spouse. How can it go on so long if you knew it was wrong? Because I don't respect your feelings. (laughs) Again, that's the truth. Mm -hmm. Did you think about me at all? No. And that was the best part about it. You free. Completely... Girlfriend free. I did a uh, chuckle when thinking about what we what we chatted about, you and I chuckled. We laughed and laughed. What did you share about us? How much better she is than you? How she doesn't write a list. <laughs> Uh, these are ten questions to ask your unfaithful spouse. Oh, God. (laughs) Did you talk about love or about a future together? No. Thank God, no. I have enough of, uh, that crap at home. What did you see in the affair partner? That it wasn't you. And honestly, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. It's different. And I like different. I like stuff not you. <laughs> what did you like about yourself in the affair? How are you different? 
I like that I was getting something. I would like that she was into it. I like that part of it. That was that was nice. <laughs> she she didn't wasn't just lay there. She wasn't counting ceiling tiles or seeing all the swirls and the spackle. Or wondering what else had to get done as far as chores go on this Saturday afternoon. She wasn't thinking about who's uh, what's going to happen on the real world this week or who's getting uh, kicked off of some damn reality show. You're, you're getting kicked out of this reality show, this relationship reality show. Hit the bricks, sister. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Ten questions to ask your unfaithful spouse. Were there previous infidelities or opportunities? How was this time similar or different? Oh, plenty. There's plenty. All of them basically similar. And finally, did you have unprotected sex? Oh, yeah. And then I came home and didn't wash and slept right next to you. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't get a whiff. How uncomfortable. Those questions, no one would want to know the real answers to them. You have to sit there and give fake answers to those questions. You think? Just to kind of save some kind of, uh, you know, you already look like a jerk by cheating. You can't look like double a jerk by uh, answering those questions honestly. Why would you? They, they ask those questions without really wanting to know the answers. Can I tell you something? It's like my ex had this list in front of her. Really? Yes. And it was just as uncomfortable as you could have ever thought. How did you answer him? Did you did you answer him non-honestly? No, I was pretty honest. Were you dubs honest or? No, because I'm never dubs honest. Not even on the radio. He used a little finesse there. Yeah. yeah you didn't he's... tell her you hoped you got Hep C so you could spit in her eye. <laughs> hell I'm just being honest that's the only reason i'd want it so but would you uh is it better to know or not know when it comes down to it oh it's definitely better not to know if if my chick was cheating on me i wouldn't ask a damn question about it there wouldn't be one question i would ask what would you say like all right see ya <laughs> that's about it um Write up what you want, and I'll write up what I want, and, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. That sounds familiar. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Yeah, man, this is just really uncomfortable. So then you got to think, all right. Are there any questions that were left out? I mean, is there anything more that you would you would ask? I, I hate the phrasing, too. Yeah. Uh, what What did you say to yourself that gave you permission to get involved? All right, Bipolar Steve can't call because he's having problems with his phone. Right. He wants to know, um, <laughs> did she ask, did her naughty bits smell better than mine? Yes. God. I don't know if a chick would actually ask that. I think, I, actually, that's what a chick is very worried about and uptight about so i think they would want to know that more than it really i think they would actually want to 
Like, they'd want to know that they at least smelled better. I don't think they even think about that unless they've dated Matt. What do you think chicks... Uh, Tom, you're a bit of a poonhound. What do you think chicks uh, wonder about? Just the why. Is she better? Is she prettier? See, that is true. Like, is she prettier or isn't on here? she prettier what? than me? I mean, it, it, it never is really... I mean, it could be, but... It, it never is necessarily is she prettier or not. She it's is. Just, she's different. Is different true. is good. She's prettier for that 20 minutes anyway. <sighs> what mm. is it, Till? What I is mean, it about that different? It's, is it, it's got to be something primal. Yeah. It's, well, you are naturally wanting to uh, spread your seed. That's what I keep telling myself. It's got, It's just primal, dude. Don't take offense. Because I don't think chicks are the same way. Well, they don't want to spread their seed? Or, uh, I guess they really can't. Yeah. They aren't like me. They don't shellac their whole apartment. Right. <laughs> Almost that one time of the month. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think they're the same. They don't have the same uh, makeup as us, so I don't think... Now, there are a few... Don't get me wrong. There are a few chicks who mm-hmm. are just into having sex. But, you know, other than that, I don't think a lot of them are that way. I, don't, I mean, Tommy, what do you think? I don't know if there's any I, girls that are... Like guys, unless they've been really messed up by their. Dad I think there's or... a lot more than you would know, and there's a lot more people who are touched, you know, than you would know. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't ever make the joke. What did he rape you to a chick? That, that uh, uh, doesn't usually work out too well. Ninety nine percent. You weren't there here that night, were you, uh, Hefe? What night? What are you guys talking about? Uh, <laughs> we don't tell a story. story. Go into the story, Tommy. I used to have this funny little saying that I thought was funny at the time. And uh, there was this girl that I used to know, named we'll just call her Lori, and uh, she was friends with my this other guy that I knew through a mutual friend named Carlos, and I said, hey, I haven't seen Carlos for a few months, have you seen him? And she was on the phone, she goes, we don't really talk much anymore. And I go, why not? We just don't. Then I say, why, what, did he like, rape you or something? <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Christ, Jesus I was just like, douche chill. <laughs> well, I'll let you know when that new CD comes out. I'll uh, see you around. Let's drop that phrase real quick. <laughs> I'd never heard of that. Yeah, that's the, that's the problem with that phrase, because a lot of times it can be true. <laughs> yeah, I never, never make fun of anyone's picture on the wall, because I said to my other friend, uh, I go, Hey, who's that, who's that idiot with the stupid hair and the stupid gay mustache? Oh, that's my brother. Uh, oh, the one that died. <laughs> oh. Just to add insult to injury. Uh, what, right in mouth. So, I mean, he looks like a nice guy. I was just kind of kidding around. I gotta go. Really, <laughs> gotta get out of here. This is too uncomfortable for me. Even me. Man, I didn't know about that. I guess I wasn't here that night. <laughs> Why? Were you getting raped? <laughs> I think you're at the uh, doctor, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm Uncomfortable. Drop that one. Think about me. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Look at Matt. Matt's so like proud. Nine seven eight one zero four one. Even I haven't done that. Tommy's top twenty. You ready for it? I yes. think so. What is uh, this week's uh, topic? Top twenty guys that are almost as good looking as me. Oh jeez. All right. So hideout. Row radio one zero four point one. LOL. LOL. All right, we're back from the hideout. It's hour four. 
FN Dubs with you on Real Radio 104.1 Real TV on Hideout Hair, uh, Real Radio.fm, HideoutHeretics.net. Watch the clips of it and also FullBalloneAids.com. Uh, Tommy, I've been watching FX a lot now uh, because of 30 days. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And they did this quick little recap of Nip Tuck. Mm hmm. And I think it's a show I might want to get into. I hear it's great. I feel I feel like I genuinely need to watch the first three seasons, though. Oh, and I've got some bad news about Lost. Uh, Tommy? Yeah? They're doing seven new episodes right in a row, then taking a 13-week break Son of a bitch. for a new show. What? That's going to be on this time slot, and then they'll, they'll finish up uh, season three. So seven weeks of Lost. 13-week break with a new show. But see, that's the problem. That's why I don't want, like, getting into shows Mm -hmm. when they're on first run. I would genuinely rather, like, ER is on twice on TNT every day. Uh, Eventually lost, I'll just watch when all the DVDs come out. It's just easier. It's more enjoyable that way. I hate the waiting, dude. Mm. I'm not interested in waiting around. I don't mind the waiting in between seasons, but I hate when they do that break in the middle of the season. Like Sopranos. I, I'm not into Sopranos. I don't watch it. But it would piss me off to no end to know that they, you know, gave you the first little bit of this last season, and now they're waiting another, like, uh, big season break in between when they give you the last it's Because season. it's all based on ratings periods. Mm-hmm. You know, for TV, it's literally one, like, f- four months out of the year. So they'll go on for three weeks, four weeks, seven weeks, and then they'll take the six weeks off because it doesn't matter if they really have viewers then or not. Does it really matter with uh, HBO, though? You wouldn't think so. (sighs) HBO likes to play that game, too. I think they want to hold over as many people that are holding on to HBO just because of Sopranos for as long as possible. I got the Bright House thing, and Mm -hmm. I'm addicted to the HBO shows now. And and Showtime with Weeds. I need to get Showtime. I don't have Showtime. And the HBO, you you got Lucky Louie, Entourage, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm going to have to keep those now, you know, because i got to stay with that. All right, it's time for Tommy's Top 20. We do it every Tuesday here in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Tommy's Top List. It's Tommy and what he likes in a list. And now. Hoping for no phone calls that ruin the names this week. All right, let's start with number 20. Top 20 guys that are famous and almost as good looking as me. Number 20 is Hillary Swank. You know him from Boys it's, Don't Cry. It's a girl. <laughs> hmm? Hillary Swank is a girl. No, no, she play, he played one in a movie. Mm. Wild Talk in the 407. Oh, Christ. Uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, while very manly, he is nowhere near as good looking as you. Uh, well, that is true. That's why he is number 20. No, wait, no! Why Hillary is Shaky Swank. from the Skank Shift? Uh, no. Number 20 on your list. No. No. Number 19, JFK Jr., John F. Kennedy, both then and now. He might be a little older now, but he's still not as he's good looking. He's dead now. Whatever. Yeah, he's dead because he's, you know, I'm drop-dead gorgeous. Whatever. Beat it, loser. Evan in the 860. Why? I got to... Yeah, Yeah, Tommy, although he might not be good-looking, Jamie Kennedy's show was great. No, you sick son of a bitch. I got to say, um... JFK Jr. Even daddy has better bone structure than you. What? No! Oh, damn. 
Who just wrote Ed Begley Jr.? <laughs> uh, it's time to stop 20 here I in the hideout. Punch Radio. that person in the face. Number 18, Fabio. Beat it, fag. You're nowhere near my level. <laughs> what the hell? There's no reason for hateful talk. Yes, there is. He Wild talk. No, oh, my God. Uh, H. Coolio. That dude has crazy hair. I hate you. I hate you so much. I wish Brian Peppers had aborted you. You son of a bitch. I hate you. That's Number 17. Sean Connery. Everyone says, oh, he's so uh, good-looking, and sexy. he was a... S- what? He's sexy. Sean Connery. The only reason they find him sexy is because of that stupid accent, and back when I had my English accent, I was untouchable. I had a much better accent than him, and I was always better looking than him. Hmm. Okay. Yes. That's number true. 16. You know it. No, it's not Sean Hannity, SD. <laughs> I hate these people. Uh, number 16, Jude Law. I don't even know who he is. It doesn't matter. I'm still much better looking than him. Evan in the 407. Yeah, hey, uh, Tommy, it's not TV shows. Why is Law & Order on there? That is true. Law & Order, uh, <laughs> SVU. Well, it seems like it's something you would do. I don't think it necessarily fits into this hot guy list you've put together. I didn't put together a hot... <laughs> Alright, first of all, it was... Alright, now I'm starting to lose it. I was in such a good mood today. Alright, play the, uh, intro. Tommy's top list. It's Tommy and what he likes in a list. And it's now. And apparently these are the top 20 guys that are almost as good looking as Tommy Bateman, according to Tommy Bateman. What's number 15? Hold on. Bunks what, Matt? He needs to learn how to read. It's Jude Law, not Judas Priest. You I thought it was Judge Dredd. No. Go number 15. Why? Matt, I saw you hand it. Why? What are you doing? I don't have Why notes. You... I don't even have a pen. It's in your hand! What are you talking about? God, I'm going to stab you in the eye. Number 15. Uh, known around the world as an international sex symbol, Michael Clark Duncan. Is not he? as good looking as Tommy Bateman. Michael Flatley? What? No. The Lord of the Dance? Michael Clark Duncan. Duncan. He's got Parkinson's, right? Spangles <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Wild Hawk. No. Why? Uh, Wild number dog. 16 is Jet Li. Uh, he's got pockmarks all over his face. And number 15 has great donuts. No. <laughs> it's Michael uh, Clark Duncan at Duncan Donuts. Mm. Well, I could go for some right now. Uh, number 14, Matthew McConaughey. I don't know. I guess if you like Hicks or something, he might be good looking. But he's still no Tommy Bateman, WTKS spokesmodel. You're None. bringing that bit back, huh? It's not a bit. It's all true. <laughs> uh, it's about time. It's, it's all true. Uh, I can't even... No, it's not Matthew Perry either. As Great on the producers, that. Right. Shut up! Uh, what else you got over there? You, you guys have notes in front of you, right? Well, I can't see them. Mm-hmm. What? Must be the glycoma. Yeah. It's number 13. <sighs> Mario Lopez, A.C. Slater from Baywatch. I mean, not Baywatch. Base- oh, now you got me doing it! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you screwed my... your own list up. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. LOL. No. Stop I know it. you like Mario Brothers, Tom. I hate you. I'm going to stab you in your throat in your gay car. Uh, number 12. He might have lost the weight. He might uh, have a good puppy dog face, according to several women who walk by the pound. Chuck's Corolla. Not as good looking as Tommy Bateman. Hey. All right, let's go with... Uh, no, no hay. Evan. Yeah, uh, Tommy, Godzilla's an ape, not a guy. Um, no, that's Chunks Corolla. Oh. oh, and I don't think it's an ape either. I think he's a lizard. I thought that was... Um, let's go with... Uh, <laughs> I thought that was about 15 for a second. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Pinchy in, Pinchy in the wow. 407. 440. Hey, um, 
I totally agree with Tommy, man. Uh, for number 14, Mayor McCheese, he's no. nowhere near as good looking. <laughs> and I say Adam Carolla is way hotter than No! First of all, no, he's not. And second of all, it was Chunks Corolla. V in the 386. The shopping buddy. What's up, V? Uh, yeah, number 16, Judge Judy. No. <laughs> no. No. All right, where are we? No! Jude Law. I thought we already did that one. I know, but he thought it was Judge Judy. Oh, what's number 11? Here's the law. Denzel Washington. Not as good looking as me, just because he's not. Rapunzel? That's, that doesn't help. Matt in the 386. Rapunzel. I prefer Wesley Snipes. You tried Rapunzel <laughs> with Denzel. All right, yeah, fair enough. Matt, keep reaching. Matt. <laughs> First off, Tommy needs to take his Ritalin. Second off, SBK is alive and well. He shouldn't be on ni- number 19 at all. Uh, that was JFK Jr., not SBK. So, <laughs> close. But, uh, no. Let's just do this. Tommy's top list. I need a vacation. If you mean dead to Pedro, then. I have no energy left. I need some hootie. I can't get through this. I'm serious. I don't know if I can finish this. H57.com. What's well, number 10? <sighs> number 10. Uh, another international sex symbol across the world, and uh, he's fallen off the past few years because he hasn't been on TV. John Goodman, not as good looking as Tommy Bateman. All right, Giant Brian agrees. Uh, uh, John Candy is a looker. <laughs> no, John Candy's dead. I, I didn't think he was a real person, Mr. Goodbar. Damn it! John Goodman. He was on Roseanne. I feel dirty going for the same joke that Chunks is going for. Yeah. Especially since it's John Goodman and you have a list in front of you. With a good humor, man. Number nine, George Clooney. Apparently he runs a board here during the day. I don't know. Not as good looking as Tommy Bateman. Hmm. Let's go to Wild Hawk. No, why? Wild Hawk. Go to work. Get a job. <laughs> number 14, uh, Rue McClanahan, really hot on the Golden Girls. <laughs> and number 13, video game characters, Mario, why? No, that's true. I know some people are into that with Laura Croft. You had to pick Mario. <sighs> now I'm getting IMs as George Lucas. No, George Clooney. Number nine wasn't that good of a boxer, so why is Jerry Cooney on the list? I swear to God, Matt. <laughs> Don't be right. I swear to God. Why? Very long reach. Wow. <laughs> El Ross. Number oh, no. 17, Tommy. You you might smell like a fish cannery, but you don't look like one. And Gazoo is the worst call screener ever. Yeah, that's what we hear. Finally, a call I agree with during this. Finally. Uh, uh, this is Tommy's top 20 guys that are almost as good at looking as Tommy Bateman. Almost. And um, Just missed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 8, Magnum P.I., Tom Selleck. Might, be, uh, might have been okay in his day, but... He's no Tommy Bateman, especially with that mustache rubbing against your neck at night. It's not comfortable, I can tell you that. How did Brad Bellick make the list? What the hell? What? <laughs> Inside joke. I hate you. I mean, I, I know you like uh, Toyotas, but a Celica? No! Why? He was extra to I'm on the same chunk's wavelength tonight. What the hell? Super twins over here. David in the 407. Hey, I don't know about number 10, but uh, John Ritter was definitely more of a ladies' man. No, it's John true. Goodman. And John Goodman is far more attractive than John Ritter ever could be. Double H. No. What's going on? Tommy Bateman, I got two, man. Uh, number 11, you are definitely more better looking than Willie Mays Hayes. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. And uh, just want to wish EJ from the U great game last night. Miami rules. Good win, brother. Oh, oh wow. Ouch. Wow. 
Crotch. Pinchy in the 440. Didn't he call already? Ah, his first time I've heard from him all week. What do you got, Pinchy? Hey, I, I need clarification on number 13. I need to know which Pez dispenser uh, Tommy's <laughs> talking about before I can determine if it's a good look. Yeah, that is true. Which Pez dispenser? Mario Lopez. Oh, I get it. Lopez. <laughs> All right, top 20 guys that are almost as good looking as Tommy Bateman, according to Tommy Bateman, top, Tommy's top 20 this week. Can't get more authoritative than that. Number seven, Billy Crudup. He was in Almost Famous, and uh, who knows what else that was. He's the guy you role. said you'd marry if you had to marry a guy. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Jam. Hey, guys, uh, number four, the 18 oversight, brad.com. Uh, <laughs> um, way to jump ahead. Yeah, that, he said number seven up there. Yeah. Way, to, way to swing for something else to miss. Uh, number six, <laughs> <laughs> Justin Timberlake. He might be bringing sexy back, but his back isn't as sexy as mine. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Mo. <laughs> uh, bipolar Steve wants to know why Magnum condoms are number eight. <laughs> well, that's what you got to use when you're me. Wow. Mo. <laughs> what? Yeah, go ahead. What? What's number five? Keep it rolling. Tommy's top list. It's Tommy and what he likes in a list. And now. For the record, I said Justin Timberlake, not Justin Sider. Oh, wait a minute. I can't say that. Jesus. I just. <laughs> I was just blindly reading, and I can't say that. Did you have to dump myself? You had to dump yourself? Wow. Pinchy from the 440, you're banned. No, I was like, not. is this the type of soda or something? And No. I'm glad you picked Justin Johnson for the list. No. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, he's bringing sexy back. Justin Johnson. I like the basketball team. Go away, Pinchy. I hate you. I hate all of you. All right, what else you got? Number five, almost as good looking as me, but not quite, Johnny Depp. Oh, the hair gel. Why is Bong Sweat already IMing Jimmy D? Jeff no. Oh. Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny Depp. He was I look in... like Johnny Depp. I hate you. Why is your mic back on? Uh, number four. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> number four, almost as good looking as me, but not quite, uh, Brad Pitt. I don't know what this guy's ever done or why people find him attractive. He's no Tommy Bateman. So you're saying everybody at uh, University of Pitt, there's not one better looking than you? No, of I course not. Pitt you. Uh, Pitt you? Yeah, whatever. It's all right. I still understand what you're saying. Mm. Uh, it's all about the gist. I tell you this, though. <laughs> and Big Hands is right. And uh, Shep was the best looking stooge. So mm-hmm. What? Number five. No, Shep. Johnny Shep. Depp. Hmm. Sorry. And it's not Brian Peppers. Go away. God, Pinchy. Uh, now, Giant Brian also brings up, too, and it is a fantastic point. Everyone in 90210's Peach Pit was better looking than you. First of all, no, they weren't, and Peach Pit isn't even on this oh, list. Where do you see only, Peach Pit on this list? Only, Where? only the four. Peach Pit after dark. No! That was, <laughs> number Matt four. Was no, number no, four. P-I-T-T, Brad Pitt, married to Angelina Jolie. Wild Hawk. Uh, Number six, uh, Timberland did some really good work with Missy Elliott. Here's the thing. I'm glad you took the time to call, because uh, I missed hearing your voice, Wild Hawk. <laughs> How is he always on line one, too? He's always on line one. He has he's got, a direct line here. Yeah, he has the special Wild Hawk line. He's creepy. I don't trust him. <laughs> What's number three? Number three, David Beckham, some jackass who plays football or soccer. No. Mm-hmm. Why would I? Number two? Yeah, he is number two. Number two is... Uh, Brandon Lee, good-looking guy, just barely missed the mark. He Evan. Almost... 
Yeah, Tommy, I saw the video, too. I think you're just jealous of Tommy Lee. No. <laughs> it's Brandon Lee. Rest in peace. Bastards. All right, what's Which number one? I'm glad you put Justin Lee on the list. Justin Lee Johnson. <laughs> At <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> it's Tommy. He likes in a list. And it's now. Number one guy. It was almost the tie, but especially after I bought my new clothes this weekend with uh, number 12 on the list, Chunks, I've definitely edged him out. Christian Bale, good-looking guy, not as good-looking as Tommy Bateman. How did Chippendale rescue no. Rangers? No. No, it's just the dancers. No! No. Um, Hold on. Now, SD brings up a really good point. I can't get any control over my segment. Jesus How? I can't believe that you put the Christian Bible as number one. I don't know. I can't believe you put a grade scale, pass or fail, up uh, on your list. Oh, no. It's this rhyming thing he's always talking about. Now I understand why he gets pissed. Or Dan Quayle. No. Uh, I know we did Cinco de Bio, but Scott Bayo. Stop. As, um, I'm, I'm telling you. Or Tom Shales. No. <laughs> no. No. There it is. Tommy's top 20. I'm sure there's one killer whale out there. It is. I see it leave. on hideoutheretics.net. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Caution. Retards in area. Dubs, uh, wrapping it up on this tuna Tuesday. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Show flew by tonight. Yes, it did. 407-916-1041, This is our Thursday. Yeah, I feel kind of guilty about that. I don't know why. Why? I mean, we've been telling people for the longest time we're going on a monster cruise. We're so allowed I, a vacation. I can't feel uh, gearing up for the big fall push. But, um, I don't know. It just seems like, you know, just, uh, I hate being away from uh, the show. Mm-hmm. And especially for an extended period of time. Although essentially it's going to be like work, and I'll tell you why. Because you're gonna, I'm going to be on the cruise with a lot of listeners, so I kind of feel like if am I going to have to be on the whole time yes. or performing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you all worry about port. that at all, Matt? Uh, I'm never on, so it really <laughs> I guess you're right. No know. pressure. That switch never gets flipped, my friend. Here's Matt by day two of the cruise. Either he's going to go one way, where he's like, "Hey, everybody, how's it going?" Or he's just be like. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this guy, keep yeah, on great. feeding him drinks, and he'll be nice to everybody. No. For some reason, he, he gets huggy with the listeners. But he also gets very loose lipped. Like, you know, you're, you're really stupid and ugly. What's with those stupid ears? Only if you're a girl. Grow a chin! Uh, I was trying to avoid that, but yeah. <laughs> um, Florida governor updates, Dubs. It looks like our boy Chris is going to win the Republican nomination. Um, and it looks like our boy uh, Jim Davis... As a decent lead right now over Rod Smith. Make it happen. Make it happen. 55% of the precincts in. I have not taken the time to register to vote here in Florida. You have not? No. Why not? Don't know. It's so easy. It's so quick. When you get your license, they... uh, I haven't done that either. you got to do that. It takes literally 20 minutes once you get through the line. (laughs) Have fun with that. Catherine Harris um, looks like she's going to get the nod for U.S. Senate Republican through Florida. And I guess those are the big ones. Um, I'm sure there are other local ones here, but mm. I don't really know because I haven't registered the vote yet. I've I got my I, card in my pocket. 
I get mail every week telling me about stuff. Do you really? It's wonderful. I actually, uh, I uh, when I went and got my license and everything, I registered Democrat. I mean, basically that's where I oh, fall Oh, so now it time. comes out. Now you're a liberal. Now it's official. Exactly, but I am, and I'm not joking. This isn't a bit. Voting for McCain in 08. You don't even know if he's running yet. He is. I'm got. I'm gonna make the announcement for him. McCain is running in 08. It. And I'm voting for him. Um. He's not a flip flopper. Oh wow! Straight shooter all the time. I guess the Siri Cruz baby was unveiled. <laughs> it sounds like a car. <laughs> How's it doing the forty? Is it four by four? <laughs> wow. Ugly. Hair lip. Black. Moles. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's kind of a cute baby. Of course it's a celebrity baby. They're always cute. That's not true. Till it grows up to be Kelly Osborne. <laughs> oh god. Ugh. Didn't she get married this weekend? Fake wedding, and then it turned uh, into a real wedding. What happened? Uh Kelly Osborne got married this weekend. To uh. some dude she just met. Yeah. Uh that last I had the biggest crush on her. Oh, you f- Why? Are you serious? Yeah, I, I used to think she was just the hottest thing ever because she was just so straight so and to the point. And not even that. I just like saw totally beyond that when I watched the Osbournes. I have a girl for you. I was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get along great with her. She's a little bigger, though. Smell-o-vision. <laughs> and since Kelly Osbourne's pretty much the only girl I could score with, so... All right, so the great Gazoo Manning had a... I saw her backstage. Yeah. <laughs> I saw her backstage LOL. at Ozfest once. Really? How'd she look? Uh, uh, Piggy? Yeah. Just with the tricep fat and the whole thing. It wasn't nice. Her mom's was is hot, you know. She used to be a pig too though. Yeah. That's what you got to hope out for, that she decides at some point she's going to get all the work done there. Exactly, because it, it, it wasn't like that. Uh, the mom grew out of it eventually. She had to spend all this money on all this work to get done. Here's a little... Uh, Hideout download. If you're interested, Dubs, on this Siri Cruz thing, I guess this was um, on the new and improved CBS Evening News with Katie Couric. Here's Ooh. the heartbreaking news that they reported. Vanity Fair's newest cover girl. She's Siri Cruz, daughter of Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. After much speculation about why she's been undercover so long, this is proof positive that, yes, Suri, she does exist. The Annie Leibovitz photo shoot, incidentally, was top secret, and the article was completed in an undisclosed location under heavy security. The magazine hits newsstands tomorrow. Wow, there's Hold that. Hold on. Hideout download. There's that great uh, <laughs> Katie Kirk reporting. Katie Kirk has already turned the evening news into a tabloid. Yeah. That is not news. That doesn't belong on the national Listen, evening news. I'll be honest with you. You can it, find that an extra. It kind of does, just because there has been so much hubbub about this baby and whether or not it was Not real. from people who actually care about issues. This uh, obviously trumps the war in Iraq. Oh, you want to come here and look at the baby? No. I never want to see that baby. It's a chick, right? Yeah. It's kind of cute. Why don't you babysit I th- Didn't Chunks draft her in the fantasy mm-hmm. draft for up and coming for 18 years from now? Damn it. That Tom Cruise. It's not his. Actually, it looks a lot like him. It seems to have... It's just short. It's Pacey's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Pacey. 
It does seem to have the best of uh, both of them. Damn, how did that guy... He always gets over, Tom Cruise. So no acting talent? <laughs> uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Son of a bitch, I can't believe it. Well, I still think it's black. They just doctored it. No, they finally bought a new one. <laughs> um... Also, uh, I guess up now are the pictures from uh, the women's erotic wrestling from last night. Yeah, I saw a few of those. On uh, hideoutheretics.net under images and media. I think that's where Demand posted them. Uh, J-Dubs also uh, making headlines out there. There's a lot going on. Hey, do you think our bosses read our email? I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Wow. <laughs> what, what are the chances of that? Do you think it's pretty... Um... It's possible. I know that they can here i know the technology is available for them what would you be afraid of if they saw i don't know i get plenty of like uh just odd like pictures sent to me odd stories well, they got some know. nudes they gotta know that you are going to uh get some of that in radio they'd all you see the subject i hate this place what they're doing Sorry about that. Hideout download. In a world that depends on email, depend on this. The boss can see it all. If you want to read employees' email, you can definitely do that. Gary Steele's company, Proofpoint, is in the business of helping bosses keep a close eye every time a worker hits the send button. Companies actively review, monitor, analyze the email of their employees with the employees not even knowing that that's the case. All right, what are they analyzing, though? That's what you got to worry about. Like, like you looking for other jobs, you talking trash about other people. I think all of it. Who do you think is in charge of going through that here? Do you think it's Catherine? Do you think it's Campmeyer? I think, I would imagine it would be someone in engineering. Foxy. I could see the engineers just going through and just kind of looking for the gossip. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they would know how to do it. And everything I do is all uh, work email. Mm-hmm. It's I don't even. That's the main one that I use for everything. Oh, it's bad news, real bad news. Hideout download. The monitoring may be done by a bunch of guys in your company's basement, but now more often, sophisticated software scans outgoing email for everything from offensive language to trade secrets, and then alerts the boss. They just resell gaming. One of those bosses is Christopher Faulkner, who admits he watches every email, every move his workers make online. I don't want one of my employees having one ear to the receiver of the phone and one of my customers talking to him while he's chatting with his buddies on Instant Messenger while my customer is getting second fiddle. A new survey. Uh, what an ass. Could you, that is not a guy you ever want to work for. Just listen to that. Anybody who says second fiddle, I hate that term. While he's chatting with his buddies on Instant Messenger, while my customer is getting second fiddle. And the survey shows that close to half of all companies with more than a 1,000 employees now scrutinize email, and another 28% intend to do so soon. That should be a shock for workers who thought email was private. I got caught in the act of looking for a new job. I sent an, an email with a resume applying for a job through my work email, and not more than a day later, I was called to my boss's office and uh, asked about that email. In the... All right, now, see, that's stupid. You yeah. just got to kind of assume that. Yeah, I, I mean, that's one thing you kind of shy away from. And on the remote chance 
they, they are monitoring. But let me ask you, though. Can they see if you go through Yahoo at work or if you go oh, through yeah. MySpace? Mm-hmm. Like, like, if you are logged into that computer, if you are the one that's logged in there, and that's why uh, whoever's logged into all the computers is kind of retarded. In our office? Yeah, because there's all kinds of filth. Being, uh, just I'm willing to venture through. it's probably me because Chunks uses my login on everything. <laughs> just like it used to happen back at WJFK. With me. Was, oh yeah, with your login. And they still use it. They still use my login back at WJFK. They haven't canceled it. <sighs> Hideout download. In the past year, nearly a third of companies say they've fired employees for improper email use. And more than half have disciplined workers. And if you think you're safe at work sending email from your own private account, like Hotmail, that no. won't work either. Monitoring software is set up to catch anything sent from an office computer. Keeping a secret may mean going back to snail mail. Snail mail. Blackstone, CBS News. Snail mail. How's that fit you? <laughs> I didn't know it was that bad, dude. Yeah. There, and anytime like anybody can capitalize on this, there's going to be a company that pops up that says, hey, we can do this for you. It's completely hands-off. You just pass a monthly fee, and we'll do it for you. And more companies are going to jump on it. I will no longer use the computers here at Clear Channel. I am officially You snail mail! Yeah. I hate that term. Sorry, snail everybody, mail. on the instant messenger and this, that, and the other, but... uh, You get it? It's snail because it's slow. I'm, uh... Oh, boy, look at the Bush administration making the push with bin Laden for, um, not to find him, mm. but just invoking his names and quote using quotes from Osama now. In the uh, wait. Yeah. For, <laughs> they're putting lawn signs up. Osama, oh, wait. Now as we're here in political time, I just hope people see through all the crap. I doubt it'll happen. There's I, only one way to fix it. What? And that's to, uh... Jesus. <laughs> Why do you step into it? Because at some point I'm thinking he's going to say something no. real. No! All right, I'll say something real. All right. What you got to do is uh, get a hold of your congressman or whoever, send him a letter through snail mail. All right. And if that doesn't work, vote for McCain and O'Hare. LOL. Pony Express, maybe. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this Tuesday Give it night. to a carrier pigeon. <laughs> Tomorrow night, Wednesday night, we're going to talk to Mark St. Amant, Fantasy Football. Yeah. Because we have to set our lineups before Thursday, we leave, and of Yours course, is taken care of. That is the first. I, I should log in real quick and see who's no, no, questionable. No, 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 no. There's no need to do that. What are we, is that even up on the website yet? Oh yeah, I should link that up, shouldn't I? Yes, you should. Uh, no. Uh, for the um. Still have to change my name. Why? <laughs> what happened? I just gave up my whole name and. Uh, Tommy threw it at yahoo.com at the end of it, so I mean... Justin Lee Johnson? Yes, it is. (laughs) You didn't have to say that. (laughs) I'm not going to lie here. I'm not going to sit here and flip-flop. I'm not. (laughs) Because I'm going... (laughs) So, if people see Simmons, what are they going to... Who are they going to know it's... They're going to think Well, Simmons writes in, I don't want anybody to know my real name. Mother! (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Why not? Everybody knows my real name, Drew Hinojosa. It was in the... Alex uh, Venezia. It was in the... uh, Chris Kelly. Fathead. (laughs) Whatever his name is. All right, wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the morning. Shannonburg Middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon, hideouts back at 7. 
Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listen to the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody always talk good, and God bless King Dude. Question everything. Stay classy. Oh, no. These guys are only probable. Yeah, I have a lot of probable and question questionables. And I'm so Walker. glad. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, out for game one. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, emergency appendectomy, I guess. It's too bad they didn't catch that a little later. Mm-hmm. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. No! 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 Shut up! Shut up! You win! Everyone knows it goes. I got the gun, 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 I got the gun,